believe it. Naruto-kun. <laughs> What's up, guys? It's... What's the business, y'all? It's your boy, Justin. I'm Fat Four, back on the podcast with your everybody's favorite uncle, Aaron Claude Mitter. Uzumaki Naruto. <laughs> <laughs> I think, I don't know. I think we have a guest, though. Yeah, let me use my summoning jutsu. <laughs> you still got it, man. You still have a very good Japanese <laughs> accent. Thank you. Uh, Nate, you know, Nathan Aaron, uh, maybe, do you want your government name? I can scrap it. Uh, famously known voice actor uh, of The Shredder. <laughs> <laughs> Former. Wait, wait, what, what the fuck does Shredder say in the movie? Oh, the line. No, it's just his... on turtle soup. Yeah, that. What was his name again? It was uh. Oh, it's Uncle uh... Phil. No, dog. The the name of the of the character Shredder. Oh, Rokusaki. Yeah, Rokusaki. But it's a good name. Rokusaki. That's a good a Japanese name. <laughs> yeah, Rokusaki is nice. Uh, it's nice. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, uh, our careers are all over. Uh, we've just been canceled, so uh, now you we can can't just cancel us. <laughs> now we can just do whatever we want. Cancellation <laughs> is true freedom. <laughs> um, yeah, Nate, it's good to have you back. You know, former host for a, a period of time with us in the nerd porn days. He was he brought thank the, you. He brought it's the good por- to be back on the longest running podcast. <laughs> The history of the internet. How how many seasons are you guys up to now? What what number episode is this? So we don't uh, number them. At least three hundred something. Yeah, we're what? we're in the three hundreds. Three hundred? What number? Uh, you know, what number are you gonna call it quits? Probably Never, when I baby. die. <laughs> yeah, it's just... it's, I'm actually here. This is this is the intervention. <laughs> Who I, sent you? I came here to talk some sense in you guys. You know, you, you had fun. It was a great run, but you know, let's let's put it down for a minute. Let's you know, <laughs> let's move on. It's time to sundown the podcast. Yeah, Wait, you've just been helping us out. Like all the streams are just Nate listening to every episode three hundred times and writing in under all these <laughs> fake accounts all, all the questions. Nate is actually Nana and Moonwitch and Finn. He's just been doing great ex- uh, impressions. It's always been Nate. Well, as you've it's heard. always been me, and so I'm going to take this moment to cancel. That Keith, Keith is a dad. You know, I'm doing this for Keith. He can't have this, this internet shit like living for the rest of <laughs> forever. This albatross. This is, I don't want Keith to get canceled, so I'm going to cancel the podcast for Keith and beautiful well, Keith. Keith is uh, barely around right now because you canceled him. Because of this existence of a podcast. He, no, uh, I don't think... I don't know. I don't think it was... Actually, you know, it's funny. I don't think it was like the... like. Oh, he's got a, he's a family man now. What I think it is, is we got outdone by the fucking Suzuki, bro. Oof. That's what it is. No, it's the Subaru. He's working on... Oh, Su- whatever. Subaru, Suzuki, I, all, whatever. Uh, in fact, cars. behind the scenes... Yeah. I t- you had me at Suzuki. <laughs> yeah. 
I texted <laughs> Keith today. Suzuki. <laughs> Oof, watch it. Gonna get canceled. Watch it. I texted Keith today and I said, Hey, did you, you know, were you able to get a PS5 pre order? And he said, No, I don't care. <laughs> Fuck Sony. Oh, and I was like, I'm a dad. I was like, Oh, you've truly given up on video games. You're a total Chad now. You just <laughs> fuck with cars. I was like, honestly, if you sell your collection, you could probably afford a pretty badass home gym and a couple of cycles of steroids if you really wanted to <laughs> to go all the way. But maybe you know, he pre-ordered the PS Dad. Yeah, PS Dad. I wish I spent more time with you. <laughs> <laughs> He's gonna the- pick it up at Bed Bath and Beyond. That's how I um. That's how I end my um, Ouija board sessions with my dad is P.S. Dad. <laughs> P.S. Dad. <laughs> uh, uh, anyways. I think, we all, I think it was a collective sigh there. <laughs> I was just thinking about my dad. The only times that I talk to my dad is when he disappointingly messages me like on a po- comment for like, I'll post a picture of like, I don't know, fucking Fist of the North Star. And then he'll comment instead of DMing me and be like, Oh, so you can't speak to your dad anymore, huh? You can't even give me a call. And I always delete it. I'm like, dude, you got to put this in the DMs. Show your disappointment in private, not in public. But yeah, sorry, dad. Yeah. He's not I had a relationship like that where I just spoke to my dad like through comments, through like YouTube <laughs> comments or something, you know, just make a video. And he's like, can I borrow some lawn chairs? <laughs> Completely unrelated. Like, oh, dad. Oh, Thanks pops. for the thumbs up. Yeah. I um, my mom has kind of disappeared right now. I need to get a haircut. Nate can attest. We hung out the other weekend, had some breakfast together. He saw how dumb my hair looks. Uh, so dumb. It's very dumb. And I have to. I'm officiating a, my my one of my best friend's weddings next month, and I need to not have this. Like, I keep saying, I know it's not about me, right? It's it's no one cares what I look like. But if I look stupid enough, it'll be distracting. You know what I mean? So I just yeah, need no, to... it's not about you, but you still want to look presentable and nice to yeah. make sure, you know, like what if the dude that or the person who officiated your marriage showed up in like, I don't know, like an old Bill and Ted shirt. One of you might like that, but like an old like, you know, like shitty shirt and like messed up hair. I'm, gonna, like cheese fries. I'm probably going to wear my suit from my wedding because it's the nicest suit I have. Um, I could also probably do, I have a blazer that I bought uh, at the same time for a work event, like an, a really nice, uh, you know, like, a, I guess what you're supposed to wear out at social nights, you know, when you're at work. So I just wear like jeans because they're doing like casual because, um, you know, it's corn or pandemic. So it's going to be small and kind of casual. So I'm pretty nervous about it because I don't do a lot of public speaking, but. I'm just going to spend like two full weeks before it memorizing the thing so I don't have to read from the sheet too, too much, you know? Yeah. And don't do the thing like that viral video and do it over a deck with spaces in the, in the, in the wood slats. Did you see that? Oh, and drop the rings. Yeah. These idiots are on like a deck over a lake or like on a bridge thing. And it's like the floor's wood slats with like holes in it and they just drop the ring and it's like, oh, oof, my goof. The lady that did ours, so we did a courthouse wedding. It was just like a old, uh, old matronly lady, and she was very nice. She liked us. She was mean at first. It was the same lady that when we went to get our marriage certificate, you have to get it like or your marriage license, wherever you get it, like a two weeks before your wedding. And so mm-hmm. we went to go sign out for it, like to to uh, 
purchase it or whatever. You, I don't know, whatever. Fill out the request for it. She was like so hateful and mean to everybody. She was just like in a bad mood. But then I fucking joked around with her enough that she liked me. And then when we came back, she was really nice. Uh, but she was like, well, you know, do you want to speak your vows? And I was like, uh, what? <laughs> like, this is a courthouse wedding. Bro. I didn't even know I was supposed to have them. She's like, we got to say something. <laughs> I was like, shit. Yeah. Um, yeah, I went to a courthouse wedding uh, what as well. What did you say, though? Hold on. What, I what said, did, you make? did you make up something on the spot? Yeah, I think I just said, like, I love you, and I thank you for marrying me. <laughs> <laughs> How I romantic. love you, and thank you. <laughs> I just started weeping because it was just um, like our moms and her sister my sister couldn't even make it to the courthouse so it was just like three people watching us it was weird but you know did the lady did the lady like give you like a little nod of approval like a thumbs up like after your vows like yes did good. yeah <laughs> you know what okay she, did good she was just maniacally nodding wide-eyed like just dead-eyed like yeah yes, <laughs> you look so stupid <laughs> my mission is complete but yeah Boy. weddings are weird man i'm glad we did a, like having done that i cannot fucking imagine having like an actual wedding where oh. you're like standing in front of 50 people and you have to like fucking fuck you mean 50 how about 200 yeah. 300 people like dude you ever been to a wedding where people have like, I mean, before the world was over, when you'd go and it's like 250 people at the wedding. It's like, dude, I would hate that. I'll tell you though, being a wedding guest is dope as fuck because I love to dance and there's always DJs playing pretty bomb music if they're people your age, you know? Hell yeah, man. I get I get sweaty. I like to get Free down. drinks. Not that you drink, but... Free iced tea. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so this is a wedding podcast. <laughs> it's true. Unless you drink like I did drink when I was young, which is just old English 32 ounce bottles for 250. <laughs> and then you <laughs> then you throw up. Marry yeah. this. <laughs> Marry this. It definitely depends what you drink. Stuff yeah. it up my ass. Um yeah. So this is the wedding cast. You guys have been waiting for this one, you know, we're launching a new podcast. Uh w- weddings. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, yeah weddings life, and right? yeah. bad Japanese accents and weddings. Wedding. <laughs> um <laughs> fucking egg. Um <laughs> but yeah, but it is kind of a special episode. We do have a special guest. It's great to have Nate back. And also motherfucking Boom. PlayStation 5 news. Yeah. Boom. And also a Mulan review. I didn't see it. So Nate, you saw it, right? I saw it, but it's it's a it's a quick review. You know, it was it was pretty boring. No, we need an in depth three hour scene by scene breakdown. This, this I'm not your guy. Uh oh, this, this, this is not happening. It sounds like Nate's going through a tunnel. <laughs> Hello. I, 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 I oh, oh, he's gone. <laughs> That's what he does whenever like, hey, I need you to watch or uh, talk about Mulan. Oh, the thing is, my mom's calling me. Gotta go. <laughs> Uh, I have to say my vows. I have to. <laughs> no, Mulan. What was missing about Mulan was a comedic element to kind of like make light of some of the dull moments, mm-hmm. and uh, it needed a little little Eddie Murphy or you know some little dragon like character to be like, oh my god, Mulan, this is crazy, right? <laughs> Oh, you they know? didn't have like. No. I, mean, I knew they wouldn't have the little floaty dragon, but they didn't like. I figured they would make like a little. Kind of small stature person be that character. 
how politically correct of you to say small stature. <laughs> uh, no, they didn't do any Trust of that. Trust me, I've learned my fucking... I've learned... <laughs> <laughs> you have not been around for a while, dude. <laughs> I uh, learned my lessons hard. Well, well, how about this? Let's go through our weeks. Nate, you can just drop a score on Mulan in a couple words if you want anything more. I've heard... I've heard um, I've heard bad things, and I'll, I'll talk about what yeah. I've heard. Um, I'm going to drop a score on my week. <laughs> I give it a 3.4. <laughs> out of 10? You didn't do shit. Out of 10. Okay. Out of 27. <laughs> 3 out of 28. I like it. All right, so three, so a three and a half out of 10. That's a shitty movie. What I, so what I heard about it was that uh, it like you said, it, they lost all the comedic elements. Like none of the soldiers from the cartoon that were like kind of fun um, are there, and they make her like a badass Jedi from the beginning. Yeah, I saw a clip when she's like eight or nine, and she's flying through the air and like, I mean, she does a cool trick with a bow staff where she like you know avoids breaking her legs when she falls. But they make her like <laughs> kind of a like already super powered and i hear she never really goes through trouble in battle she kind of just beats everyone's ass yeah yeah there's no real sense of danger or um you know the character doesn't really get beat up yeah and i'm pretty sure she got her ass handed to her in the cartoon now it's kind of part of the growth is you have to have that what is it you know the, the whole hero's journey you got to have the arc where like you fall and then you have to rise and in this one i hear that you kind of never expect her to lose a fight. So yeah. there's no real danger, like you said. I mean, this is what's interesting about Mulan is how, uh, you know, it was streamed on, you know, the, the movie's kind of whatever. It's not really that special or, you know, it's, it has, it's, it kind of, it kind of does, it plays, it does its part in being average. And, you know, it's a nice little, it's a nice little movie, you know, you could take your family to <laughs> Keith <laughs> and, you know, enjoy like a good hour and a half. But what the thing, what's interesting about it is the future of movies. And I don't know if you want to get into this now. Sure. Or we can put, put a yeah, pin sure. in it. Yeah, no, I, yeah, either way. They streamed it on Disney Plus and, it, you had to pay thirty dollars in addition to your subscription Disney Plus in order to to watch it at home, and uh, you know it's an interesting thing that happened because uh, the last movie that did that was uh, Trolls World yeah. Tour, and that went with really Justin poorly. Timberlake, and theaters got all upset. They got all butt hurt. Like AMC and Regal, they were going to boycott. Universal Pictures, any yeah. Universal movie will not be played at their theaters because they decided to disrespect the theater <laughs> windows and bypass the theater and go straight to digital streaming. And uh, how do you feel about that? Do you think that's a, a fair assessment for them to get pissed off? And no, it's fucking bullshit. What is what is Universal supposed to do after dumping like two hundred million dollars in making that movie? You know what I mean? You could just Correct. sit around for a year with that whole money burning a hole in their budget. You know, their bottom line is fucked at that point. Yeah. They can't recoup anything. And then you're you're going to blackball them because you're pissed that there's a fucking pandemic. Like that. That's insane to me. Yeah. Like, so I think uh, real quick, I had a friend who was like, oh, I was going to watch it, but ugh, $30. And I'm like, um, wouldn't you? 
you and your husband go watch it in the theater and pay 15 bucks a piece for a ticket anyways. So it makes sense. I'm okay with that. Um, making you have to subscribe to Disney Plus as well as then subscribe for the movie or pay for it is a little weird. <clears throat> Maybe have a separate just 30 bucks to get a movie ticket. But, I mean, if if it doesn't go this digital way, like I hear people being really unrealistic and just saying, just put it on Netflix. You can't yeah, do that no, with these no. movies. Can't give them away for free. I mean, that's, that's it seems like, so this is going to keep happening, right? Because, you know, Trolls, Mulan, you know, uh, every movie got pushed back because of, you know, what happened. And so yeah, the theaters... Black Widow. Black Widow got pushed back. Theaters are opening up, but they're at, what, 50% capacity, if, if even. So uh, that's 50% of ticket sales that a lot of these big blockbusters were hoping to make. They could only make 50% of what they mm-hmm. were projected to make. And so uh, what is a girl to do? I mean, <laughs> I need to make my money. So it's no it's no wonder movies are going to... You know these these first two movies that did it, they were they made a lot of money doing it. Mm-hmm. So they're gonna they're gonna keep doing it. And so what's gonna happen to the theaters? They're it's it's not like they're going to be able to open up at a hundred percent capacity anytime soon, right? Yeah. All that time that's gonna pass that they're not making money, and the studios are now going straight to streaming. What is the point? of making a giant blockbuster film anymore because they made blockbuster films. The budget kept growing because they needed you to go to the theater. They, you know, like, look at me. The movie's even bigger. Come, come to the theater. You got to see this one. We're going to blow up the world. (laughs) And at, at a certain point, it's now, now you, you don't have to, spend so much money to make a giant blockbuster movie when you can spend half of the budget. Like let's, let's compare. Now this is a stretch, but let's compare like the last Jedi with, uh, Mandalorian completely two different budgets. Right. Mm -hmm. And they're getting the same viewership on Disney plus. If not Mandalorian's doing even better. Yeah. I'm sure better. It has more engagement. It's keeping the viewership with the Disney Plus subscription longer. So Correct. my what I think is going to happen is that b- the blockbusters have died. Like giant movies like Avengers Endgame and Infinity Wars, like that's it, buddy. We're not you're not going to get that anymore. You're not going to get yeah. that giant expenditure of 300 million dollars because we know we're going to make a billion. That's not going to happen anymore for for the theaters. They don't have to do that. They could spend you know, a couple hundred, a couple hundred thousand, make a, kick, uh, a kick-ass indie or or a series, a couple hundred thousand for each episode, and and they're still going to recuperate the same amount of money. Here's, here's some numbers, right? So if Disney Plus had the same amount of subscribers that Netflix has, right? If they had the same amount that Netflix currently has, every month they would make an Avengers Infinity War Jesus. type of money. Jesus. They would bring in an Infinity uh, Avengers Infinity War every month. They would make that type of revenue. Infinity Cash, am I right? <laughs> <laughs> 
Fuck you, Disney. Are we cursing? Are we not cursing? Is that a thing now? Like, oh yeah, Fuck sorry. That. No, we have curse. to. Okay. Oh god, I have to mute both of you now. I have to go back. Uh, luckily, I have a what is the what is the radio one called? Like a replay? What do they call that? Uh, a delay. delay. Yeah, I'm dumb. I'm dumb. A delay. We're on a delay, so people, I just you know tell people not to curse like when you invite them on your podcast. I mean, you know, it's, it's been a been you know a Listen, long time. You you've known me for a while now. I am a staunch Christian man. You know, right. I You're do right. not curse. I, could, I I knew, I knew this from your vows. Yes, but uh, from my vows that were look at my dick. <laughs> And the, the, that lady giving you the thumbs up. Mm, I'm looking at it, boy. So that's that's it, man. It's kind of sad. No more blockbusters. So, that's where I was going with that. That's my point. Yeah. <laughs> I, went, I went a blockbuster. But think about this. Here's my counterpoint to that. If Disney, who owns Marvel, right? The you know they own Marvel now. They they own all the properties other than whatever Fox owns. Um, well, I guess Sony, but they can make. Those same movies on a similar budget or maybe slightly lesser, you know, scale it down slightly, but then they can charge $30 on top of their 15 a month. And probably 90% of the people that would go to the theaters are going to pay that. And they're making that hand over fist with zero overhead other than whatever hosting, you know, whatever their internal overhead is, but they're not paying a portion of that to distribution to the theaters you know what i mean they just spend their same advertising dollars they stand to make more money so i bet we'll see blockbusters they'll be probably fewer and further between and if and when disney does hit that you know billion dollar uh home streaming film we'll see more from amazon we'll see we'll, you know we'll see one from from an amazon we'll see one from whatever now we've got peacock plus <laughs> did you see that show no what is it there's a new there's a new streaming uh Oh yeah. Yeah, Peacock for uh NBC. Yeah, but no Paramount Plus, no, I'm sorry. There's uh, another one. Yeah, it's there's Paramount another Plus. another one as well. A new one that's like TV. It's like free, but it's like hundreds of TV channels and movie channels for free. It was being advertised to me on the PlayStation thing. I'll look it up. Go ahead. It might be Tubi. I think that's It's something one. with no, it's something with a P. And I almost downloaded it, but mm. it's a lot of TV channels, but it's almost like TV with advertisements so that you don't have to have a TV plan. Mm-hmm. It was called like peep, peeper or peeps or something peepy, poo poo. I don't know. <laughs> well, something like that. Point being for me is just that Disney still holds the power to make those kind of movies, and I think the Marvel films will continue to be uh, pretty high budget. I, I agree with you that they won't do a you know five hundred million dollar budgeted film or whatever Endgame and Infinity Wars were. You know what I mean? Like we'll we'll get a smaller scale stuff, but. I do. I mean, we've got some some Marvel news. I'll just say it now. Um, Disney has cast uh, Tatiana Maslany uh, from Orphan Black uh, as their She-Hulk. Uh, Jennifer, what's her name? Uh, yeah, I did see that. Jennifer Walters um, <clears throat> for a series. Obviously, that's going to be on Disney Plus. But she's going to be the MCU's uh, She-Hulk, which I think that's really cool. And Tatiana Maslany is a fucking amazing actress. So. I think that's uh, a really you know really cool news, but we are seeing you know they are still making you know films. We do have Guardians three still on the you know still coming and Thor Love and Thunder, so there is that. But I do I I think there's going to be a downshift away from them for a while while you know while all this shit 
you know, while we figure out what the new world is. Um, yeah. I will miss movie theaters. Yeah. I hope they don't go away. If it was me, you know, if I was, if I owned AMC or if I owned Regal, what I would do is say, we'll do fifty percent capacity, but triple the the screens for the bigger films. You know what I mean? Simultaneous timing. Triple triple percent capacity. How will how how would you do triple percent? What do you mean triple percent? Like what well, means like have three like more have, screens? Yeah, have six. If it was a normal three screen movie, have six, like if ten, it's there. Have it on every screen running all at the same time. You know, or whatever, like similar times, so that you, so you can, can have the same amount of watchers. Yeah, just in different- I mean, okay, but now you're you're like you're assuming that those screens aren't being used. Like like you're taking away three screens from another movie, or you're taking away screens from three different movies. You know but what what's I mean? Out? Yeah, like those. Those screens, all the, on the those are negotiated, right? That's all very political. Like that's all the amount of screens that a movie is played at. That's all like negotiated, and sure. you know, you, it's part of distribution. You, you as the theater, you can't be like shit. I'm the, you know, let me just play Avengers in three more different screens. You know, now you're fucking over another movie. And but I you're think gonna, I think you can yeah. right now because there's no other movies. Tenant is the only movie that's out. I think in theaters right now, right? Yeah. you you might be right. Eventually, those screens, <laughs> the uh, the cobwebs, and the the hay, the 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 hay ball. Oh, the tumbleweed. The tumble <laughs> hay ball. I, I don't know Western terminology. Wait, well, let me let me tell you some numbers because while you were talking, I was able to pull up pull up the numbers that uh, that I just spewed and pulled out of my ass. Right. So Disney Plus has like 60 million subscribers right now. Netflix at around uh, the first, second quarter of 2020 was estimated at 192.95 million subscribers, Jesus. right? So 192, let's just round it down, 192 million times 699. That is 1,342,000. Million, right? And the Avengers uh, Infinity War, um, the international gross was a billion, 369 million. So it's very, very close. It's very close every month. Boom, Infinity War money. Boom, Infinity War money. So, anyways. Well, that's what I'm saying. So think about that now. That's Infinity War money. And we're talking Disney at this point. So Disney was 60 million at what? Is it's 14.99 a month or? Something like that, right? They're not. They're not at the Netflix. Capacity no, no. no. But yet. think they're about at, this. Uh, they're at sixty million. Yeah. They own all their IPs. Where Netflix has to pay to to house some of you know the the content, right? Correct. So let's say uh, sixty million times fourteen ninety nine. I don't even oh, have. Breaking out the calculator, so I stand back, fellas. Watch, so they're making they're making eight hundred ninety nine million four hundred thousand dollars a month. So that is the budget of two blockbusters. But you know they've got to spread it across their series, their you know their their shows. But I mean, if they're smart with their money, they're making all of the profit. They're not. I mean, you know they have to pay their actors, they have to pay their directors, they have to pay the cast and crew and all that shit. But they have to do that anyways. Distribution is basically gone it's in-house now so it's like and advertising is they can you know they can probably scale down because fucking who needs you know posters who needs any of that shit because people are at home yeah and physical media like even going to target to like buy a blu-ray is like 
collector's novelty by now. Even though I like owning things that I enjoy, it's become pretty much a collector's novelty yeah, to go buy a $45 Blu-ray set. That ship sailed for me yeah. after DVD. Like I, I had this collection. I was like, hell yeah, I'm getting every movie on DVD. And then now it's like I couldn't even play a DVD if I wanted to. I have nothing yeah. to play it. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's going to be interesting to see the future of film. I you're not gonna you're not gonna be able to play a Blu-ray if you wanted to. You know, if things uh, continue like how the PS5, you know, is going with their, I'm sure we'll talk about it soon. Yeah, discless, they're, they're discless, ballless, and dickless. <laughs> yeah. Well, I got. Oh, well, we'll talk about it. But there is a disc version. They know that they have to keep yeah. physical media going, but. I think we will see a shift, and that bums me out because I am a collector. Like I prefer to own physical copies of my games, even if I can't play them ever again. It's just nice to have the art, you know. I don't know, and and there there is there is something there if you're you know movie buff, you probably want your favorite films on every medium or whatever the current medium is, you know. Um, and depending yeah. on the versions, you know, there's like some really cool versions of like some of the Evil Dead collections, and you know some of the the better um, horror movie, you know, just whatever, collector's yeah. films. Dude, there's so still one I used to have. I lost it. I'm looking for it. It was a quadrilogy version, Blu-ray of the uh, Alien films, but it also brought like eight to ten hour documentary on every film, and then it had like a book and shit. You can go buy the quadrilogy now, but it's just a plastic case with the Blu-ray. I'm trying to find that old collector's version of it, but I can't find it because somebody stole it from me. But yeah, I like to, you know, it's it's yeah, like I said, collector shit. People who want to own something, um, but spending forty five bucks on just a, a a case with the Rise of Skywalker Blu-ray in it, I don't think that's a fucking good idea. It's nothing in there. Yeah, yeah, it's weird and games even much but... like the plot of the movie. <laughs> yeah, I still haven't seen it. God. And then you see there's new um do you see the new news that um Daisy Ridley came out and said that you know there were so many iterations of who her parents were that at one point she was a Kenobi which would oh, have been wow. interesting cuz you know uh, her being a Skywalker would have been trash like we don't need more Skywalkers you know what I mean we've got that saga we've got uh Kylo Ren he's you know he's of the Skywalker blood so that's cool right but to have a yeah. Kenobi battle a Skywalker and then finally turn you know like to basically complete Obi-Wan's journey, you know, to save uh, Anakin in some form, you know, like his blood, right? That would have been pretty cool. But instead... It would. It would have uh, brought some relevance back to Obi-Wan, you know? He mm -hmm. kind of just... He's uh, uh, a... We all forgot about him. He carried the first three prequels. Homeboy needs some credit. Well, I yeah. thought Jar Jar was a really instrumental part of basically holding up those films you know like just I'll on his you. floppy ears <laughs> you remember when there was the whole like jar jar's the hidden sith lord because oh, his eyes are yellow and he's he's tricking everyone and he's in the senate it's like no that would have been amazing though that would have yeah. been so amazing <laughs> yeah the long con theory, some people thought he was really gonna turn into like the Sith Lord at the end. It's like, no, dude. Dude, you know what Could I mean? Could you imagine, like, <laughs> if it was Jar Jar who was, like, pulling the strings with Palpatine and, like, Ray Ray faced, like, when she walks to that, that island with all mm -hmm. the Star Destroyers, it was it was Jar Jar the whole time? Yep. That would have been <laughs> so amazing. It would have. But, but if he was, like, kind of evil and darker now, like, he got, like, little monstery looking, it'd be pretty neat. 
Misa Evo. <laughs> it would have been great, right? You see, so I, I watched a, f- a movie today on Shudder called The Shed, and I had seen a trailer for it. I was, I was like 50-50 on it. Um, it was a cool premise, um, and I want I love vampire movies, like especially small scale vampire movies. I think they're fun, mm-hmm. like these like more feral zombie esque f- vampires. And so this is a movie about a kid who uh, finds a vampire in his shed, right? And he's like a high school kid, like a senior. Um, and they explain how he gets there and everything. Like, it's a guy that gets turned. And the way that the vampires turn in this, they get bit and they pretty much immediately become vampires. It's not really like a changing. You know, there's no like, I must go in the dirt and then I wake up tomorrow and I'm I'm like kind of, a, like, I don't like sunlight. But then like in a week, I'm a vampire. <laughs> this one, it's like you get bit and it's like a virus, you know? So he is nice. running from the woods, and uh, the sun comes up, and so he hides into this shed that's like just on the edge of the woods, and that's this kid's grandpa's shed, right? And so at first, his grandpa's like abusive and shitty, and so at first his grandpa gets eaten by him, and then he's like just boards it up, and he's trying to like figure out what to do because he, he's like almost eighteen, he'll be you know on his own, and then he doesn't have to go to state care. But if they find out his grandpa's dead, he's going back to the stateies, you know. Um. I don't know where I was going with this, but I I enjoyed it. <laughs> um, well, it's just like, just like you watched, yeah, just you watched a movie today. Yeah, I don't know why. I like it. Oh, because what I was gonna say, there was a scene in it where the so this kid and his best friend are like kind of bullied by these three dickweed, you know, like kind of scummy dudes, and one of them comes to the house to like beat the shit out of the main kid, and. Uh, the like the the kid the main guy's best friend is like been bullied by them and he's like a psycho so he's like fuck him kill him we're gonna you know whatever he, he like rescues the kid from getting beaten up with brass knuckles by the bully by pointing a gun that was in the hand of a policeman whose arm got ripped off by this vampire and was just laying outside and um so he forces the guy in there right so then uh the main kid later is like tr- like he he gets knocked out and he like wakes up and he's going in there to see if anyone's alive or whatever and so you just see like the the bully that they sent in like kind of walking out and he's like are you okay and he's not doing anything and then he just says uh the vampire's name is like joseph bain was a guy that got turned whatever and he says bain drop him and then you just see the corpse fall and you're like oh shit you know and i I thought that would be cool like imagine you see fucking palpatine's chair come forward like and then he just like you think he's gonna talk, and then it just drops, and you see fucking like, Jar Jar in the background with like his hand out, and he's like, "Misa like to play." <laughs> then, Dude, yeah. bro, that would be like the audience reaction when uh, Captain America grabs oh. Thor's hammer. Everyone would just lose their mind as soon as Jar Jar. <laughs> Dude, you ever you ever just like get your like random Facebook update of someone reposting the like the audience audio from that scene? It's still so good. Uh-huh. It's still so good. Yeah. Every like year, you know, every couple months or something like that, you'll just get that drop, and it's like, oh shit, I forgot how good that moment was. It was a simpler time. We were <laughs> yeah. all truly happy. I'm still, uh, I'm still saving Endgame. I mean, I already had known that happened, so I've obviously uh, there's spoilers I know about, but I still have not watched Endgame because I just I don't want it to end. Because uh, that's like the last Marvel film. Silly. I, You're I know. a silly person. I know, dude. But, well, it's, for me, it's pretty much that's the last it's Marvel over. film. It's over. It doesn't matter. It's over. 
Are like, you are you swimming like in a last lake? Marvel film for me. Are you again? swimming in a lake being mean because you're a silly goose? <laughs> no, it's just I'm just afraid to watch it, and because it's the final Marvel film, there are no more Marvel films after this for me at well, least. They're coming. No, I mean, risk. I don't you care. Running the risk of dying without not seeing it. it. I know, dude. Because I even no, I, no more movies are. They're not making new movies, man. It's over. Do yeah. yourself a favor and just watch it. Enjoy yeah. it. And I you really missed it. it. Of decades. It was on Netflix, dude. You missed it. No, I know. I just was. I'm afraid to watch it. But like, I I get like super emotional even thinking about it. I saw like a clip that just oh, showed like you cry, by at the, way. the battlefield, and I was like, I oh understand. man. I understand. It's an emotional. It was what, I like cr- 10, 15 years of movies. Yeah, yeah, man. I cried, but not at the part where you're supposed to cry. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I, I will, I will watch it soon because you, you're right. Like I am being silly, and I'm like, I am wasting time. And you know what? It does suck that like I know that Cap grabs Thor's hammer because oh, I would have loved to have had that moment. That moment, man. Yeah, like yeah. I, I got one that happened last night. Just whatever. It's about the PlayStation thing. But I was, I got home from work late. Oh so yeah, I, was I did it to you. My bad. A stream. And I was just trying to find the actual event, and I found the event, and it was, you know, the the stream of the showcase. Mm-hmm. And the box next to it shows God of War Ragnarok reveal. So that's the last moment of the whole event. Yeah, I didn't and, even know oh, what shit. it was. It was just black, and then it said Ragnarok. And I was like, I don't know what this means, and I just, like, skipped through it. <laughs> Dude, his voice, bro, He he's, he's the moment he speaks, but that YouTube... The way they put the box next to it, it stole that moment from mm-hmm. me. Um, and you told me about Final Fantasy, but then when I started watching the event, that was like the first thing they yeah, showed. It's, and so the, I didn't really mind. To the audience, normally Jesse is saying, and, and you're usually pretty good about being vague, but you know, I just normally you're texting me like, "Holy shit, are you watching this?" So I thought it was the literally the first five seconds it starts. I was like, "Oh shit." I thought yeah, it was either going to be an ad for um, Seven Remake Part Two, you know, because you see like the green eyes, and I thought, um, oh, it's going to be Cloud, you know, they're like because it kind of starts. I I can't remember it fully, but I just remember at a certain point thinking, oh, are we about to see, you know, the the you know just a preview for the remake Part Two? But then it was going. I'm like, oh, this is Final Fantasy fourteen, you know, like oh, cool, you know, another they, they do really good cinematics in that because there's like a shadowy figure that kind of looks like a galka which are like these big buff animal man race guys they're like kind of bear they're not really i don't know if you if you've ever played final fantasy 11 or 14 you know what i'm talking about but they're yeah i've seen them big big beefy guys and so you see it like it's weird you see it for a second and i was like oh it's about to be you know and it's it's got the same character design art from the cinematics from 14 like it, it it looks incredible we'll talk about it but yeah, we'll talk about that. Um, Nate, that was a really good. That was really. We need to have you on to talk movies more. Yeah, that was a good movie segment. I so, like that. Yeah, let, let me ask you about Final Fantasy fourteen. What do you think about how they retracted it from uh, PC? That was what. So that was. I thought it was Demon Souls. So it's sixteen. Demon Souls and Final Fantasy. Oh, so it's sixteen. Because so what they did was or six. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. 16. So they. The reason people thought it said PC, and I don't, I think Demon Souls actually might have said Demon Souls PC. did it. They 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 wrote it. They said coming to PC in a later date, and then they pulled it, wrote sorry, and then they put it another trailer up, which was, which was the same thing, but without that little 
It will be on PC. Come on, let's fucking be real. Like we know it. You think it's uh, it's Sony. Sony like uh, yeah. bought a little like uh, threw him a little cash for exclusivity. Well, yeah, can't say that word, but yeah, they generally just Is it do a coincidence. They generally an odd do coincidence timed exclusivity. Like every, like two years after it's out on PS5, it'll be out on PC. But um, what they did on Final Fantasy 16 was it said console exclusive, and Whenever they say that, that means consoles, not PC. You know, like it's exclusive to for consoles, but PC is not a console. You know, so I think they had to walk it back. And and no, actually, I think in my notes, it I did write that it said um, uh, console. Oh yeah, so I, I wrote console exclusive in all caps, and I said maybe PC. <laughs> so that's what yeah. was my thought. So they had to just walk that back a little bit. Yeah, they took the PC away from Demon Souls, but the Final Fantasy 16 looks that it's going to be full exclusive on PS5 and 12-month console exclusive. Yeah. So it's going to come on PC, which is Windows, which you is fucking Microsoft. I, I want to say you can <laughs> you can stream your PC games to your Xbox or, or vice versa. So I I said that on the stream last night. I was streaming. So, you know what? Let's uh, it's been. let's get into our One weeks. Week. I'll talk first just because I'm already kind of going in. Um, okay. So, I've been streaming a ton. Um, Nate, you actually inspired me. I, I mentioned it on a couple of the streams, actually, that the reason I started streaming more is like the other day, we, you know, we, we, we went and got breakfast after a night of passionate lovemaking. I mean, very mm. passionate. He he makes very direct eye contact, but in a way that makes you feel safe. You know what I mean? You you don't feel I, embarrassed. I can die happy because I will never be loved like how Aaron <laughs> caressed me and also was firm but gentle. <laughs> Little yellow. All, all while getting breakfast. <laughs> um, the best part of us getting breakfast is. We get back, so we had to drive pretty far away, and we get back, and my fucking car was just running. <laughs> That's how dumb I am. I just got out and left my shit running. <laughs> Do you have a car that a keyless yeah. drive? Yeah. But isn't it supposed to turn off uh, in a certain distance parameter? It won't. It will not go into drive if your key is not within a certain radius of it. Oh. That's how good my neighborhood is, though. His yeah. car did not get stolen. <laughs> I do want to say, Nate's doing big things in his life. Got a really nice house. You know, homeowner, congratulations. Um, hey, congratulations. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, guys. I'll thank t- you. Yes, it was a horrible decision, but thank you. Yes, yes, yes. Dude, <laughs> I'll tell you my homeowner nightmare after this. So I've been streaming. Uh, I, at first, I was streaming a bunch of uh, Kingdoms of Amalur re-reckoning. But then fucking Seth, man, you think you're out. You know, Every time I think I'm out, they reel me back in. He started yep, streaming Dark Souls. Dark Souls, and I was like, oh, now I have to play Dark Souls. Like, I can't watch Dark Souls and not play it, you know? And I do, but I watch a lot of PvP. Like, I'll watch a lot of either Happy Hob, and he, you know, he does, like, challenge rush modes and no hit, you know, every Souls game back-to-back. Like, that doesn't make me want to play because I'm not that good. You know what I mean? I'll never be that good. Um, but watching someone like Seth play a blind playthrough his first time through, I was like, oh, I have to play. And... He started the game and immediately parried every enemy in the game all the time. And I was like, okay, I can't. Jesse will tell you, we, we had a conversation. I called him that night. And I was like, man, Seth's been playing. I really want to play Dark Souls. And he's parrying everything. And you were like, we can't let him do it. 
<laughs> we can't let him come into our favorite series of games, like our favorite type and of just game. Make us look like assholes. Make us look like complete <laughs> fucking idiots. Because, <laughs> like, we're like, yeah, it's you know tough and pairing so hard and just, gosh, you know, we have to summon and do all this stuff. And he's like, yeah, I solo everything with a fucking dagger and <laughs> leather no armor. How dare you? But I mean, Seth's an, another breed. Like he plays hard. He's like um, Prinny, you know, in a way, like a different version of Prinny. Uh, our former guest, Pure Prinny, on Instagram, very yeah. cool retro. Uh, he plays like all the retro Super Nintendo games, like you know, Sega games, like yeah. all those. He old... does the crazy shit, like beat the like Battletoad shit blindfolded, and like he beats the games that you're not supposed to be able to beat. The worst ones are like when he does. Oh shit! Because he's just one of those dudes that can like crush those punishing nes games he's just hold on we're yeah, gonna he's... pause real quick because your audio is going wacky jacks we are back sorry what's up y'all we just had a little uh technical difficulty there but um we were uh saying how Prinny is kind of like seth but yeah Prinny's the kind of guy who can he beats all those crazy nintendo games that you're not supposed to be able to beat like you know like in battletoads the the jet ski part that's super hard yes he does that blindfolded he also like, has done it with his back to the fucking game on Instagram. Or it might not have been that. It was another game maybe. but Yeah, he puts his back to the TV and yeah. then he puts a blindfold on and I'm then like, he does it. I'm like, it's, bro, how dare you? But it's also really fun to watch. Yeah, he's a cool guy. Um, but yeah, but he's so like Seth. Seth, Seth the, is more with the more current games. Mm-hmm. But yeah, Seth does shit like plays Devil May Cry like on like the weird Dante Must Die difficulties. Where I get it. It's a challenge. But um. It's almost like masochist stuff, but he, I mean, the way he describes it is he just likes the challenge, and he does admit and say, he's like, you know, I posted videos of my victories, but it's not like I'm not dying a million times and trying it and learning, yeah, but he's, yeah. His thing is he's pretty tilt-proof, so he is reverse of me, where I'm like, I'm like a weeble wobble, one of those fucking punching bags that you would get as a kid, and you just hit it, and it's got, like, water in the bottom. I just, like, <laughs> tilt immediately, like a fucking... Uh, like a bird farts f- a mile away and I'm like <laughs> immediately tilting because like I just have pent up rage. I should probably hit therapy okay. back again. Anyways, um, so when we were eating breakfast, I thought Nate was about to pitch me some fucking multi-level marketing because we were just talking about like kind of the state of the world and he's like, really great. And, you know, there's a lot of opportunities out there. And I was like, oh no, I've fallen <laughs> for the oh, trap. <laughs> he's about to pitch me like it works or Herbalife or some dumb shit. <laughs> But then you were like, there's people at home, you know, everyone's home and we're all consuming things at a, you know, consuming media at a crazy higher rate than we ever have. And so you're saying like, you're playing video games anyways, you should be streaming. And I was like, he right. (laughs) He right. So as I like, I don't stream on my PC because I'm a fucking idiot and I don't know how to get it to work. But um, I'm going to probably look into getting my shit all set up to do that as well so that i can start streaming all the crap i play but so i've just been yeah, streaming you play a lot of pc stuff and i'm almost to affiliate and if we get affiliate and i can get us enough money we can have this podcast pay its own fucking monthly <laughs> sub you can you can get affiliate you can get a million subscribers you can like if if there's a guy who can put the time in to beat the wa- the jet ski battle toads level, humans can do anything. You, <laughs> if you put the time in, you can become an affiliate. This podcast, your your stream, you can make money doing it. It's all about just fail and repeat. 
Well, this podcast okay. is over. Uh, you you just advised us that we're Sunday. Yeah, you, it, right? you canceled us. Yes, and this is a valuable lesson. <laughs> what happens when you get canceled? You don't quit. That's the only way to succeed. <laughs> but yeah, so I've if, been, I've been streaming. I took your if words. some fat asshole can get on this podcast <laughs> and and cancel you guys, and you allow it, you don't deserve to be successful. Oh, I don't you see any don't, fat assholes. You don't just a beautiful man with beautiful hair. You've got nice long. Like, see, your hair looks great long. Mine looks like trash. I'm just horrible looking. But my beard is long right now. I've been feeling. I've been feeling the bigger beard. I've never really grown it out. So I'm just letting it grow. Just let it grow. Let it grow. It's make, yeah, you, it gives you a little more rugged. Like I, I, I just want to barrel myself in his chest type of look. Yeah. And you know, I'll tell you, you know, I haven't had a gay slur thrown at me since I've grown my beard out. And I've been running at the same time, so you would think those would come more often because I'm out running in the streets looking as dumb as I look. So it might it might have, you know, made me a little um a little tougher looking, rugged. Um I've been wearing it's the only answer, yeah. I've been wearing sleeveless shirts when I run right now. I bought these athletic sleeveless shirts. It is a very cool look for me. Um, sleeveless it, shirts and your wheelies. <laughs> my wheelies. Yeah, I'm just out wheelies. here. Like, wheelies. <laughs> I'm like, babe, going for wheelies. a run. Secret is I'm cheating. <laughs> I'm riding my heelys the whole way. <laughs> That'd be a sick calf workout, though, because the way you have to hold your foot probably yeah. destroy me with my huge fat body now. Um, you can do it. Anyway, so I've been <laughs> streaming. Uh, I took your words to heart, and so I just was like, yeah, I'll just start streaming. I just keep, you know, just been playing, because it, it coincided perfectly with uh, Amalur coming out. Like, it came out the day after, two days after we hung out, so I was like, I'm going to stream this game. Do you post it on Facebook that you're streaming? No, because I stream directly from the PS4, and it doesn't connect to Facebook anymore. Yeah, they <laughs> had some kind of fallout like falling out mm-hmm. to where Facebook and PlayStation don't like each other anymore so they won't notify anymore. I could That sucks. I would I would sucks. I would watch your stream. I'd hop in the chat like that's, if you That's actually you what I it. what my last milestone to affiliate is is uh average of 3 viewer unique viewers. Some streams I've I've been getting like 5, 10, you know, viewers over the the course. I the other day I was up to like 13 at once, which was pretty cool. Um but I do need to. I, I probably will start just posting a link on Facebook once I go live, um, because I, yeah, I have the I'll, app. I can just you know share from the app directly and uh, just link it up there. Uh, I'd hop in. Yeah. So we've been getting um, Bianca from um, last week that we read her email. She's been on um, pretty much every time I stream. She's watching Seth and me at the same time. She's talking to Jesse. Jesse, you've been in the party with me. So what we've been yeah. doing is just doing like nerds, you know streaming and then jesse's yeah, just on like talking nerds hang mm-hmm. hangouts the other night it got a yeah. little got a little wild at the end there but uh yeah. been, been playing That's with i've been playing with my buddy baka and uh he's really good at uh you know he's like really good at dark souls so he's been helping me do i went achievement hunting the other night uh yesterday so i gotta finish up one more achievement and then i have to do three more i'll have three left and i'll have the platinum and i'm very tempted to just cheat and get the last one because you can just have people drop you all the weapons you need for the knight's honor because that's the one man that's the one i really just don't want to struggle through 
because you have to do everything in the right order. Like you, you have to do select things. And I'm just like, I'm not going to follow a guide while I'm playing because, you know, it's intense and I'm scared. But I will say I hit yeah. an achievement for my life. Um, I beat Ornstein and Smo first try solo. So I've soloed them before, but in like New Game Plus um, with my fully upgraded weapon, you know, like kind of beefed out like leveled up to like 150 or whatever so i got all this health and i have like a plus 15 chaos great uh or Vihander, you know full giant dad mode like that's that's an easy clap you know you can just do a quarter of their damage each hit so it's like whatever but i was on my stream the other night at like 11 o'clock and it was just me and Moonwitch left she was just watching me and i was like you know what i got no souls got nothing going on let me just go in and see what i can do see how you know much damage i can put out and man it was intense uh and i had to i killed smo first uh but only because he was just around me the most so i was like fuck it like i would have went for smo like giant smoke because he's a little easier to manage because he's slow um mm-hmm. but then ornstein i i beat him with one estus left and like i was pretty low so it was it was pretty it was a really pitched battle but that was like a moment where I was like, I am I am good at video games <laughs> after raging <laughs> earlier in the night at the Dragon Archers. So I mean it was uh it was a roller coaster. That playthrough I also soloed new game regular, uh the gargoyles, which I had never done, and now I realize they are like easy. <laughs> like you just gotta beat the one up and just the other one will come, but that one takes like two hits when it comes out. It's like already at half health. Um, Lord. But yeah. Uh, other than that, what was the thing I said I'd get to? Didn't I say I was going to talk about something when I first started? Hold on. What did you do? Um, other than PlayStation. Um, talk about your stream. Well, about your PlayStation thing with the with ordering it? No, was I'll talk it? about that during the, the, the news. Um, I did pre-order one, but it was a fucking struggle. And they they really fucked up, but we'll talk about it. Um... Other than that, um, I haven't, you know, I haven't even really played any PC. Senya and um, and Greg from the Slobs, they've been asking me to play League, but I've been streaming, and so it's like once I'm going, I'm just like in, you know, I'm just talking to people and playing video games, so it's kind of fun. So I've been playing that late. Um, I think that's it, honestly. I don't have much else to talk about. Um, oh, I, I said I'd talk about the shed. I I, I enjoyed it. It's on um, Shutter. If you've got Shutter. Uh, you know free on there um it's a it's the 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 acting's not amazing um the main kid's pretty good and uh the best friend's pretty good the makeups the makeups actually like the vampire effects are are you know they use it sparingly and they they don't show them very much but they look good um it has a really dumb ending but i enjoyed it i'd give it like a three out of five or you know what a seven out of ten Okay. Um, and that's it for me. Okay, that's my week. Nice. Alrighty. Um. So my week has been mostly not much. Um. I did take a break off of Batman: The Enemy Within. Uh. I did say the thing last time about the damn windows in the car, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I did say that. <laughs> um. <laughs> so okay. So one thing that is cool is I've been I've been mulling over whether or not to fuck with RPG Maker MV which is an RPG maker game. And I was wondering of like maybe making like a nerds game and like making little episodes of like, you know, making us as characters and like whatever. 
And it took a while for people to start making their actual games. And there's a couple of games you can try. They're very rudimentary RPGs. It's looking like it's mostly only only fantasy stuff, though. Yeah. So there's not like fantasy stuff and space enemies. And like, because I, I want to, I wanted to kind of make a little modern, normal world, almost like an Earthbound yeah, thing. A la Earthbound. It, yeah, nice. it doesn't look like there's that kind of enemy designs. Um, it also doesn't look like they're just letting people put crap out. I think they have like a quality control before they will print your game to be searchable. Because the ones that I have found, they're all pretty professional. They're still calling like kobolds kobolds. No one's naming like their goblins like fufu nuts and stuff like that. It now seems that's a goblin. Yeah, it seems like there's a little control in there. But I did look up how it when you're actually making the RPG. This isn't a plug and play thing, dude. This is gonna take dozens if not hundreds of hours to make even a decent game so i'm wondering if the turnaround would be good enough because i don't know what i'm doing so i'm um, if anyone out there who's listening uh, as experienced because this rpg maker mv and as well as mv trinity or whatever have been available for pc for a while so there's a lot of these it's just currently new to console uh if anyone knows who's list who listens uh if they have any experience with like you know how realistic is it to make a game? Because I've been watching tons of videos, and it, it doesn't look like it. it's not a lot of fun when you're making the game. It's not like, ooh, let me create a character. It's like it's like as fun as programming would be, which isn't very fun. So that's one thing I was kind of thinking of getting into. Um, well, still... it, it's fun until it. Uh, it's 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 not fun until it works. Exactly. Like, good good when call. You're program, yeah. When you're building a site or, or programming something and then when you run the code and it works, then you're like, fuck. Yeah, <laughs> excuse me. You know, you're like, wow. <laughs> fudge. Fudge. <laughs> you're like, fudge. That's a lot of programming. <laughs> no, but you know, uh, do you mess with uh, Unreal or Unity? Because those None are of that like... stuff. No, I'm an idiot. I have trouble well, running Skype. It's templates, though, like Unity and Unreal. Like, there's a million programmers who have contributed code and who who have already built characters and who who've already built landscapes and levels. And so you can you can like mix and match and and you know some of the the better characters and templates will can will cost you, yeah. but you know you can you can like have a basis to start with with some of those uh, packages. Nice. Yeah. One of the look into that. The only MMO that I'm waiting for uh, is Pantheon: Rise of the Fallen. They're they're making their game in Unity, and so what they did was they built out a bunch of stuff with the stock assets, and then they you know they're gray boxing now to create their own custom. But they have that framework there, um. So it's it you know it's it's pretty cool to watch. They're they're really transparent. So it's it's super smart. Like you can use the framework, and so you know you you can build the game by yourself or within the two or three people you can build like a, a game that you can pitch to investors you know or like you know hey yeah. look we have a working game this is our concept and when then you can like like you like Aaron said gray box it and then build an actual custom coded you know you got to we got to put our own code for some <laughs> reason you know and then you're good to go you're good yeah. to go so yeah, I'm looking into that just to see. Um, still enjoying playing Stardew Valley with my buddies Christian and Alex. That's a fun game to play multiplayer. Um, I'm getting better at Mortal Shell. I've defeated the second boss, the Ice Boss. I did fail. I did capture the footage, 
but now that like you're like streaming, I'm like, oh, that's a lot more fun. I don't know if anybody would care to watch captured footage. I might still up to upload it though. Um, to to you know, just for people to watch it if they feel like it. Um, other than that, I did get a new record. Fuck yeah, dude. Dude, I, I thought you were going to say I did get an erection, and I was like, this is news. <laughs> no, I, I, mean, I get a record those every now and then. It's in the morning. It's frustrating. Um, but uh, I did get a new record. I was at the record store the other day. I was having a really, really rough day. Uh, I had a heavy day the other day. Your boy had a breakdown What did you say? The other you day. had a bad what? day. <laughs> Take no, it's one a, down. <laughs> no, it's okay. Those things just happen over time. You know, like every now and then you need a good breakdown. And I had like a real, like, Real heavy day and stuff, whatever. But I was like, let me go to the record store and I had a nice talk with this guy Mario at the record store. I had a nice time, and I was looking at like Metallica's SNM two because they recently released a, I think four disc, uh, record for a uh, symphony and Metallica concert they did because they did one back in 1999 and they did one last year. The one they did last year though was mostly new stuff that's come out in the last like ten years, which isn't I don't think is as good as the older stuff not to sound like elitist and shit no but, but everyone man, knows that about Meta- i mean yeah, metallica's like, old so they're old dudes now you know they're not gonna make thrashy yeah. metal i mean then you know they did that no, one they album they in 2010 cool still. that one album in 2010 was really thrashy i remember that death though. magnetic mm-hmm. and it also um self-wired to self-destruct or hardwired to self-destruct isn't bad but yeah it's not it doesn't have like the energy of like a Ride the Lightning or Justice for All or Master Master of Puppets, whatever. But the 1999 SNM concert, 1999 Symphony of Metallica at the San, with the San Francisco Orchestra, is a really fucking great concert. Like it's a, it's like super powerful. Like I really recommend. They wrote a new song for that specific concert called No Leaf Clover, which is really popular. It's a really great song, and the soundscape itself of just that orchestra with metallica makes such a giant powerful sound i i've already had a couple people throw like little jokes my way like haha yeah whatever metallica we're over it but it's like are you really though when's the last time you've gone back and listened to like he's talking about me and i no, thought not you I'm no, saying, no, 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 remember i was doing that you. my boy no my buddy victor did it too like well, when's wh- the last time you've gone back and listened to the thing that should not be or like no you know fight I mean, fire with fire Old Metallica is fucking great. I thought you were. I thought there was an album called S and M, like a an oh, yeah. actual album. There so is. I was like, you just thought it was like an album. Like, yeah. you didn't know that S and M was the symphony album. Yeah, what I meant is like, I thought there was like an album of new song, you know, whatever new songs at that time. So when you were saying like ninety nine, I'm like ninety nine Metallica was trash. <laughs> like, uh, no, that was around Load, and I, people hate Load. I I liked Load. There's a couple uh, of okay songs on Load, but I mean, yeah. I just. It wasn't their best time, so that I thought you were just talking like early two thousands Metallica, and I was like, no thanks, I'm good. Understandable. I'll give me some Ride the Lightning, some Master of Puppets, Justice for yeah. All. Like, Dude, I'm good you there. know what I'll do is if you're gonna go on a run tomorrow. Yeah. No, I'll send you uh, one Saturday. Song. But if you send me a song, I'll listen to it. I'll send you one song for when you go on a run, and tell me if that shit doesn't work. But uh, I found the record for the nineteen ninety nine concert, which I've been looking for for a long time, uh, and I'm happy that I have that record. It's really neat. Um, my Mega Man X one through eight. I still have it. It's great. Wonderful, wonderful. I really enjoy it. So I'm happy and appreciative. Uh, all these records are coming out. More and more video game records are coming out. It's kind of hard to keep track of them. I think that's kind of about it. I can't remember. I think I... Oh, I did have another point. Um, I just saw on my advertisement online. So Domino's is putting out two new pizzas. The taco pizza 
and the cheeseburger pizza. What do you guys think about that? Yeah, dude. Uh, Innovation. Yeah, those pizzas have existed <laughs> for 500 years. I used to get cheeseburger pizzas from downtown pizzeria, bro. That shit was bomb. There's chicken taco pizza and cheeseburger pizza. And I was just like, oh, God, the world. Ground um, beef will make you shit blood, though. So, I mean. <laughs> I mean, if you thought Steve Jobs changed the world when he introduced the iPhone, hold on to your butts because <laughs> you're going to need them. Because you're going to shit your pants. You're going to shit your <laughs> pants. Hey, real quick, I remember what I was going to talk about, and we'll segue into Nate, actually, is home ownership. Yeah. I had a... So I've been waiting to get fucking hurricane shutters on my house <laughs> since June. I paid $1,000 in June for a down payment to get, you know, to, to deposit to get accordion shutters put on my house. So, like, I called at the beginning of August because I hadn't heard anything. And, you know, they're making them. So they gave me a 12 to 14 week window, you know, saying, like, hey, it's going to take that long to engineer them, whatever. So I just called in August, like, checking up. And they're like, oh, yeah, you know, whatever. We, we're, we're, we're working on it. You know, you just got to get us your HOA approval. And I'm like, oh, I, I sent it. So whatever. I resent it to the right person. I'm like, all right, we're good to go. So they said I should hear from them with a date by the 15th of September, like an install date. So. On Monday, I call, and the lady's like, "Oh, let me get your file up." And she's like, "All right, let me um, you know, have uh, let me have the manager call you back um, just to give you a confirmation of what's going on." The manager lady calls me. She's like, "So the thing is, we have two Aaron Millers here, and uh, we just haven't done anything on yours." <laughs> like, she's like, "Has the engineer been out to take the final measurements?" I'm like, "No, the dude measured when he was here to sell them to me." She's like. Oh yeah, so we haven't done anything. Like, we we can't even start making them until they get the final measurements. And I was like, "Jeez, dude, that do sucks." What now? And so at first I was just like, "I just want to get it done." So she's like, "We'll we'll give you a hard date of October sixteenth. You know, you'll get your install, um, and you know, have a guy come out this week. Make sure to get the measurements. We'll put a rush on everything. Blah blah blah." So Kelsey was like, "Hell no." And she called them and was like, yeah, you're going to have to give me money off for this because we've been fucking waiting around. And now you're telling me that, you know, you just didn't do anything. And the lady's like, we'll give you a hundred bucks. No, bitch. Also, it's almost hurricane season. Yeah, dude. Get out of here. I'm like, I told them, I'm like, yeah, I was calling because there's uh, seven storms in the ocean right now. So, like, (laughs) your boy's trying to protect his house. (laughs) And um, so Kelsey calls her and she tells her a hundred bucks. And she was like, that is three (laughs) percent. I'm offended. Give me 500 bucks. And so the lady's like, let me call you back. I got to talk to the owners, whatever. So then yesterday, the guy comes out to take the measurements, the engineer, and he, so I have the dumbest sliding glass door uh, in the universe in my master bedroom. It literally opens Uh-oh. up. It opens. It shouldn't even open. It's a, it opens. Is it, is it a sheer drop? It's a, it's just looks over the porch roof. That you can't walk on, and it has a banister attached to it, basically. Like you can open it, and you can push your belly against a fucking wooden banister. But it has no clearance between it and the roof. Like, some of the houses here do. They're, it's weird. This complex has, like, a couple of different types of porch roofs. So some of them do. So they all have accordions, so I'm like, shouldn't be an issue. The guy's like, literally can't put an accordion shutter there. It'll never ma- make code, because I'd have to build something to put it out, and there's no clearance you need two inches to put the track, and there's no clearance. So he's like, we'd have to put in a impact door. And he's like, and that's, you know, we, we do them. So he's like, well, I'll get you a quote or whatever. So I'm like, all right, cool. 
fucking guy calls me today to give me the quote and he's like that itself is going to be twenty eight hundred dollars and i was like i mean that's the entire price of almost the entire price of the other five entries that are you know Quartage, the other five yeah. shutters and he's like yeah so i mean we can cancel and refund you and i'm like well but now i'm fucking three months out from when i was already like i don't want to wait another three months like i need to get my fucking house protected so i call the lady and i'm talking to her and i've been nice up to this point and i hadn't let who i call karen miller out yet (laughs) and the lady just was like yeah so pretty much that's all you know it's twenty eight hundred dollars i sent you the you know the new the updated contract and they literally put a hundred dollar discount and i was like so you're just literally gonna give me a hundred dollars off after this you know that's all you can do she's like well i mean we're not in the business of losing money and i was like so what you're telling me is you're making a hundred dollars that's that's what you're making on this whole job you're only making a hundred dollars and she was like well no and i'm like no no no. i work at a distributor (laughs) it's a different industry but i work in the pricing department of a distributor i know (laughs) what you guys make like I know the average margin percentages yeah, and markups margins. for all of these industries. It's a, it's a similar industry, you know what I mean? I like so I already know you're making money. You're making money on the item itself like selling me the door and you're making money on the work. So why don't you take a take some money out of your fucking profit, sell it to me for cost if you have to because I'm your customer. I was like, honestly, if it if it wasn't for the fact that I've been waiting 12 weeks after calling you guys a month ago and being told 12 weeks was when I was going to get installed and you haven't even started making the motherfuckers. Like, like what I'd love to do is cancel the order, get my refund, write a shit review everywhere and report you to the Better Business Bureau. But I can't because I need to protect my house. And she like got super mad. She like got quiet and she was like, you know, you were pretty understanding before. And I'm like, yeah, before wasn't $2,800 more money that you're asking me for. She's like, well, you, you know, now you're threatening the Better Business Bureau. I'm like, I'm not threatening you anything. Did you listen to the words I said? I said, I wish I could do that, but I can't because I need to get shutters on my house. So what I need you to do is dip a little bit into your profit, which I know exists. Like you're making profit hand over fist on everything. So why don't you dip a little bit onto this door and give us a discount so we can get this done? And so then she called me later and they're, they're giving us like four or five hundred bucks, I think total but i'm like whatever i need my money you know like this is this is now like basically half of all of our wedding money that we were trying to have like a you know a a honeymoon which we're never going to be able to do because fucking americans aren't allowed to leave america anymore (laughs) um so you had to pay uh you you had to pay for the door the 28 so now it's going to be 2800 2800 so that'll be like 2400 on top of the but they they so they subtracted one opening yeah it sucks home ownership is trash never buy a house guys rent forever (laughs) you know stay as long as you can the the (laughs) only benefit to owning a home is that no one can sell it from under me and kick me out like because that's the only scary thing about renting right is like you know sometimes you just have to move like i've had to have that someone sold my house under me and i had to move yeah, that's the worst. They're like, uh, we sold. That happened in my first apartment. They're like, we kind of sold the building, and I'm like, I have like a lease with. They're like, yeah, <laughs> everyone's gotta be out next month, and yep. it's like I have seven months on my lease. <laughs> we sold it though. And the, the real only, you know, the, you know, the benefit of renting 
everything breaks and you just call your landlord and go, hey, fucking pay for this. <laughs> and that's it. You just yeah. don't have to do anything. I've had to pay so much money right now. Like plumbing, toilets, like fucking everything. And now this. Well, but anyways, one thing with that, like renting versus owning, like I realized, like, I mean, I don't own a home. I live with, like, I live at home. So we own the house, but it's not me. But um, I noticed the other day, I'm like, oh, my fire extinguishers uh, expired. Should probably go buy a new one. They went and bought one. And I remember, like, oh, when you rent, like, it's their responsibility to remember, like, hey, go check the fire extinguishers, replace them, put them in an area. And I realized, like, oh, that was the benefit sometimes of renting is things like that, you know, fire fire hazard shit, alarms, smoke detectors, whatever, even though you should be minding that when you own, sometimes you you can forget. You just tell your landlord and he has to send a plumber out. But anyways, congrats on owning a house, Nate. So exciting. (laughs) Yeah, man. How many orgies have you had inside of it? Just seven, but um, you know, I'm, I'm with you, Aaron. You know, congratulations and also condolences yeah. on your owning a home. Yep, all your money gone. And I don't know if yeah, you experienced house, this, though. Nate, but uh, what annoyed me the most was everyone I knew who owned a home being like, "Don't rent. You got to buy a house, dude. You're building equity right now. You're throwing money away." Like, <laughs> hey, assholes! In the end, it cost me like fucking twelve thousand dollars of my own money. You know, that I had to save up. And who has money to save? Like, I'm just lucky I was living as such that I put away money every month, right? Like, for the first of my life at that point. And like, yeah. and I'm going to die at some point. I'm, You know, it's going to all end. So who cares about owning shit? That shit doesn't come with me into the ether. I could have I could have had a red camera right now. Yes. I could have doubled, quadrupled my price as like a videographer. And just uh, now I, I have no money to buy batteries for my <laughs> shitty camera. Between the two of us, we could have bought a red camera and financed a, a, a small, like a short film or even a small feature. Like we could have made sure. a movie and been living our dreams. But instead, we own homes now. We fucked up. <laughs> we fucked up. We really fucked up. Let's tell, <laughs> let's tell them well, Louise, I mean, Nate, at least you're not <laughs> married yet. Don't don't make that one. I mean, Aaron got lucky. Oh, oh, take my wife! No, I I doubled down. I doubled down. I said Aaron got lucky though, because Kelsey's awesome. Appreciate you. Did get very lucky. And actually, the funny thing is, is I actually mean that you got lucky as fuck. I did. What's the secret, um, Aaron? Luck. (laughs) Beef. Oh, you know what the secret is? This fucking podcast, because a Valentine's Day like (laughs) contest is how he met his wife, dude. Yeah, I. She didn't even know that I was like kind of talking to someone at that point. Like I'd been on three dates with someone, and I am a serial monogamist. Like even with dating, like I don't, I don't date multiple people, and I don't do that shit. I just have a conscience. I can't do it. Like I, I just feel bad. Even though I know everyone, you know, like I know the 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 women I would be dating would also be seeing other people because you know we weren't like officially a couple or anything. But she's well, just lucky. Fine, seeing other people, like talking, yeah. sending little messages, going out, having dinners. What's what's that. seeing all that? Yeah, dating, dating, yeah, dating, physical contact, any kind of like physical shit. But like you know. But yeah, and and what's funny is since I was talking to that girl, like we weren't we weren't even like it wasn't even real. Like we had hung out twice, but you know we were talking all the time. So I offered, I said, look, you know we were gonna do a we're gonna do a joke thing to like win a date with me. You know, like comment on the this Instagram and we'll, I'll take you on a date. And like if you want to go on a date on Valentine's Day, I will not do this contest. This is a you know it's a goofball thing. 
She was like, no, have your little thing. And I was like, I, I'm telling you, if you do want to hang out on Valentine's Day, t- speak now or forever hold your peace. And uh, she's like, it's fine. It's fine. She was really pretty too. <laughs> it's okay. Go on your little your little podcast date. It's yeah, not a big deal. Let alone, she has no idea he's gonna meet his fucking wife. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna take her to Ren Fair. Yeah, I mean, I knew Kelsey. Whatever. It's it's luck. It really is luck. If I if you know my friend Ian didn't marry his wife and or you know start dating Claire, I would have never met Kelsey. And it's a little bit of luck and a little bit of being funny. That's all that did it was. Because <laughs> we we've funny. talked about like you know drawing comparisons with like how your friends are so good at battle toads and dark souls, you know, time and work, putting in a lot of work for an extended period of time, then you could beat the jet ski level in battle toads. Is it like that? Can you put a lot of work for an extended period of time and then you're married and have a great relationship? Yes, because you do have to work at it. I mean, I don't know, man, because sometimes the... you do that and it still doesn't fucking work because you never really know I mean, where each person's at. Sure, I did. What's put in... the Battletoad jet ski level for you for, I'll for tell relationships? You. Here's what you do you learn to avoid the red flags <laughs> blindfolded. <laughs> don't let, as a, as a, as a, a person, don't let the, the fact that this person is nice sometimes or fucks you and it feels cool. Or you know, blows you, and that's cool too. You know, whatever. Don't let, don't let those things distract you from red flags. I used to let red flags just fly right past me because I was lonely and I was just like, no one is ever into me. This person's into me. I feel you know good about myself at this point, and they have sex with me, and that's cool. But like they, they people tell you that they suck for you, and it's not that even necessarily people are bad people it's that they're bad for you man and and if you have specific things that you don't deal with me it's fighting i don't want to fight i don't want to argue i don't want any of that shit like if we can't talk Who like, does? if we can't talk like listen there are people that that's how they feel love is by fighting yeah trust me a i've good been there fr- a good friend of mine my old boss like she would tell me about you know her husband being really jealous of this stuff and i'm like dude i can't i can't fuck with jealousy it's not worth the energy that's spent being jealous like if i feel jealous it's your fault and i'm gonna leave you because if if i have jealous feelings i am not a jealous person i don't allow myself to create you know fantasies in my mind about what my spouse or my partner is doing so if i do feel jealousy there's a reason and i'm just gonna bail like i have no I just have no feel for that. I, I have no energy for it. And she was like, no, I like it. It makes me feel loved. And I'm like, that's a little dark. <laughs> you might want to look yeah. in, inward and maybe see a therapist. It's trauma. Yeah. I was but, with somebody where it was like that. We would just fight all the time. And he turned out, you realize that that's what you guys think. Like even when I, my, one of my, basically my first girlfriend when I was like 16 or so, 15, 16, me and her hated each other and were so mean to each other. And then eventually when I met her parents, I realized, oh, your parents are like my parents. They fucking hate each other. That's why we think <laughs> that a relationship yeah. is us hating each other. And that was my first like girlfriend, girlfriend, like first real girlfriend. And all we did was hate each other to death and then sex. Well, and so, Nate, that's what remember I was telling you uh, uh, when we hung out. Like, I realized the quality of people that uh kelsey had dated before was low they were just shitty dudes like and you know you made a point to say are they shitty or is there are they just not willing to compromise maybe their time or energy or whatever and that could be true too not not to say that they're shitty they're shitty for her like 
I used to, you know, we would take the train to visit each other, and I used to drop her off at the train station and wait until the train came. And then when she left, I'd get in my car and leave. And she was like so impressed by that. I'm like, who have you been dating? And worse, even throwing that pussy to <laughs> rewarding bad behavior that would just drop you off and like beep beep see ya wait here at this fucking train station in the middle of fuck all nowhere by yourself like a don't fuck those people stop fucking them get be better <laughs> well it sounds like she she listened to you sounds like she stopped fucking up so yeah. you know you you saved one here's hoping right hopefully she's not fucking a guy that used to <laughs> Let me let me go deep on you for a minute because I just watched this documentary the other night, uh, John and Yoko, uh, oh, shit. on Netflix. Okay, John Lennon and Yoko Ono was it called? Uh, All above us is the sky, or something like that. And Joe, you know, John Lennon, he wrote that one song, "Jealous Sky," and he's talking about Yoko Ono and how, you know, he loves her, and because he loves her, there's a part where that he wants to almost own like he wants to be like inside of her be a part like own like kind of like uh but also of course that's not how you that's how you kill love from smothering it Mm -hmm. but but that's almost like he's addressing like that jealousy being jealous kind of stems from that urge of wanting to yeah i wanted uh, to um yeah i I know what you mean like kind of not own someone but own them like that's my that's my wife or my girlfriend possession. Or yeah p- possess right? them yeah possession they mean you you have a ring on your finger for some level of possession some level of entitlement there's a ring on your finger to some mm-hmm. degree of ownership yeah i Not mean i would think of it like to you you are one now so you are part of me so I kind of do get like i i am i am as part of you as you are a part of me so i belong to you as much as you, I feel you should belong to me. Maybe. Yeah, it's just, uh, you know, well, you know, you should listen to, I was listening to his song the other day, Jealous Guy, and I was like, damn, John Lennon's a genius. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> I'm on a Beatles kick now. Never in my life have I ever, like, listened to the Beatles. I was like, ah, John Lennon, he's some pop asshole like Paul McCartney. <laughs> but after watching the documentary, I'm like, oh, okay, I get it now. I get why everybody's on his dick. Yeah. Yeah, I mean he was a great poet, you know, and in, in, in terms of his lyricism, like he was more on the the poetic side than poppy, you know, uh Paul McCartney <laughs> who went on to but I, to be in I don't wings. Know, <laughs> I don't know where what the point the point I'm trying to make is. I I just know that certainly there's there's a line there's it's a barometer like a like a spectrum of like the electromagnetic spectrum right it's not really a line it's just a gradient from ownership from crushing the love to completely free not caring at all she's fucking and blowing everyone and you're happy as shit (laughs) well that is also speaks to what i told what you know when we discussed this as well we had a you know pretty long conversation about all this it's and I I don't buy into love language per se, but I think there is a route there that helps is to find someone that a you don't have to chase you you know the the type of love you want you don't need to you know ask for it or whatever because yeah you don't have to tell them what yeah. to, how to love you and and you know sometimes you do like Kelsey does tell me like sometimes hey can we like watch a movie together so I need a date you know but that's different than 
having to say like make me feel good about myself please you know like yeah i i we work because her type like the type of love she likes to receive is like acts of servitude so she likes like i'll vacuum or wash all the dishes you know or have dinner when she comes home that i picked up you know or made or whatever and it it makes her feel thought of and that makes her feel loved you know and pussy mine I'm just is I'm just kidding. mine is honestly <laughs> what you fucking pussy i know just joking I know. no i know but my 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 type of love that i never got before is like the leave me the fuck alone if i need to like let me do the things i want to do and don't make me feel bad about myself and like appreciate that i do things that's really my big one is like if i feel appreciated that makes me feel awesome and i like i want to give love. that's what it stems down to like you and and john lennon said that like to to dovetail it back to what i was what to the the documentary i saw like he said he never he never had love growing up he never had love as a kid same so that's almost why he's he's almost possessive and like kind of on top of yoko but like you just said you know you never had a certain love when Mm -hmm. you were growing up and so now it's kind of it's kind of adapted to what you're expecting and what you want i would say i had no love i was shown very little you're john lennon very little love, but I went the other way. I it, it it's where his uh, tr- trauma from that, or his uh, you know what how that affected him, made him want it more and want to smother and whatever. I'm like the reverse. It makes me very cold in terms of like I don't need love. I can live completely fine without it. I mean, I need to milk my balls every once in a while, you know. But like I can do that by myself. Um, <laughs> Um, but I want Kelsey around, and that's the difference. You know what I mean? It's it's we're all different, but I think the root is to really listen to yourself. Like you, for sure, know, we all have to milk our balls, though. But yeah, but like, you're right. Bruh, I knew with my ex for eight full years, like this is a mistake. But I just stuck it out because I also have an issue with commitment where I overcommit. Like I'm like I need to see this all the way through and know that I did everything I could to make it work. Like it's just how I am. Um. So you got to listen to yourself, man. That's the most important. Like if you meet someone and they're fucking hot and the sex is bomb, but then you find yourself a feeling like shit, you know, or them making you feel like shit or talking down to you or just you hate them. Like, you know, I dated a girl that I actively disliked and I was just mean to her. And then eventually I was, I recognized it in myself and I was like, I got to stop dating you. Cause I'm just, I don't treat you right. And, and you deserve, you're not a bad person. Like I don't, you annoy me, but that's not your fault. Like, we're just not right for each other. And, like, she was, like, mad about it. I'm like, dude, I'm doing you a favor because I'm clearly treating you, like, just shit. And not, like, <laughs> abusive. Like, more like I just was, like, I wouldn't hold back my jokes. And, like, I'm not a nice person in my heart. Like, I... De- well, I mean, you should never hold back your jokes, though. I mean... You're a robot again, bro. You're roboting. Hold Move. on. Let's see. Move. Hello. <laughs> it literally sounds like you're crinkling a plastic bag. I am. I am. I'm crinkling a bag of chips. Move it from whatever you're close to. Did you move near something? Also, remember your phone. Phones tend to do that. Yeah. yeah. Electronic devices tend to do that. But I'm right I'm by, by a computer. Hold on. No, I mean like a, yeah, like phone or something. I'm Sorry. just letting this record because it's actually kind of fun. Yeah. Um, but, uh, even though we're having like a serious well, topic. Hold on, I'm gonna pause. Be right back. Yeah, because I think that's all we have left is PlayStation, right? Yeah. Cool. 
I mean, unless sorry, Nate... sorry to diverge. No, 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 this, no, uh, no, dude. This is the, topic. Dude, that's not a bullshit topic, Nate. It's like it's a great real, topic. Real fucking. Are we recording? Yeah, we're back. Okay. Yeah, uh, real, right. real shit. No, so you are now so about that PlayStation. <laughs> you're on the you're on the off the rails. It's basically nerds is yeah. always also, off the rails. Yeah, this now. is off the rails. We do whatever we want here. So okay, cool. when when Keith wanted to go biweekly, Jesse and I decided like, hey, why don't we in between weeks we'll just do like our version of nerds, which is just to fucking bullshit for three hours usually. Um, yes. And yeah. so it's not well, as yeah, structured. Keith would be like really like regimented, so he'd be like, enough about this, move on, and then I would bitch. So I was like, "Fuck it! Why don't you guys have the the biweekly news and official shit, and then every other week, Aaron, like you and I, let's just talk about Dark Souls for as long as we want, and then talk about whatever." Mm-hmm. Like our first Off the Rails episode was actually, I think, a three and a half hour dissection of the Evil Dead remake. Yeah, nice. And so we can talk dating, we can talk love, we can talk whatever. You can nerd and out about. You're whatever. fucked now, bro, because we're definitely gonna have you back for like film theory shit because you that was a good little because i don't know if you know this but everyone went to film school <laughs> so it'd be pretty nice to have somebody to talk movies because the only movies i watch are horror movies and a goofy movie that's it I've, i'm you know what i used to not i wasn't that into horror movies growing up but i've recently uh you know i'm, I'm in it been watching a lot of shit nice i yeah. just watched uh this Kane, Raising Kane? Oh my god, what a crazy movie. Is that Never old? Seen it. I've heard on. Of it. It's on Netflix. Boom, I'm gonna mark it. Is it old or am I making up that it's, it's fairly old? old. It's okay. fairly maybe uh 20, 30, 25 years old. Okay, yes, okay. Oh, okay. Yeah. Is it a werewolf movie? No, it's uh it's this uh this movie about this multiple personality uh killer who's raising these children uh it's just nuts <laughs> i uh yeah i've been on a horror kick and you know we're about to hit into uh october soon at well really uh, yeah spookies yeah we're getting there um so you know i'll be watching a lot we got um this week babysitter killer queen came out on netflix i watched that i didn't see the first one because i thought it was going to be awesome was it yeah it was fun i have a problem with seeing movies that look awesome and not watching them yeah, it was fun. Yeah. It's not. I wouldn't say it's like awesome, awesome, but it's it's a you know it's a fun like kind of. I heard of it's like super cool, satanic, and evil, and awesome. Yeah, the sequel oh, is sweet. fun too, and it has all the people come back. That was pretty cool. Like the main kid is like older now, and you know it, it takes place like two years later, which it is two years later, so he's two years older, and you know whatever. Um, the ending's kind of weird, but I had fun with it. it it's it's fun. The, this one's more comedy. Whereas the first one's like it is comedy, but it's more slashery. So um, nice, but yeah. Um, I also watched Happy Death Day and Happy Death Day to You at the beginning of pandemic, and I really liked uh, them a lot. So if you if you need stuff to watch, man, there's a lot out there. Um, I think I saw Happy Death Day the first one, and I remembered like, oh, that was a fun slasher yeah. killer movie. Yeah, Groundhog's Day meets slasher. Very yeah. cool. And there's a trailer <laughs> for. Uh, do you see the new Vince Vaughn movie where it's like Freaky Friday, except uh, the girl, t- the the main girl, turns into basically the Jason Voorhees? Like she switches bodies with Jason oh, no, Voorhees. That sounds fucking so then awesome. He just starts that murdering. Yeah, he starts murdering <laughs> people in her body, and she is trying to save her friends, and they're scared of her. And she's trying to be like a human in his body. Yeah, and you know what's funny, oh, Nate? Shit, dude, I immediately hilarious. saw it and was like, "God damn it, that's such a good idea that I should have thought of." <laughs> 
oh, <laughs> it really yeah. is, dude. It's one of those ones where you you know sometimes you're like everything's been done, and then someone makes that yeah, shit, and dude. you're like, fuck, not everything's <laughs> been done. But um, yeah, why don't we get into uh, the so we had the uh, PS5 showcase that happened on uh, the 16th. So um, yes, as of recording yesterday, you know I'll be putting the episode up tonight. But if you're listening, it's Friday. It'll be two days ago. Fuck yeah, dude. It was a very, it was a great presentation. Like the way they did it was like concise, you know, it was all games, a little bit of, you know, talking with studio people for like two minutes and then trailer, you know, um, yeah. they did a really good job and they had some bu- bu- bangers on here that, yeah, man, it's, I mean, it started <laughs> with fucking Final Fantasy 16 reveal. Oh which, God. Who yeah. saw that come? I had no idea. I didn't. I didn't see it coming. I didn't even. I mean, I saw it coming because you told me. But I mean, I remember like you told me. I get the text at work. I was making fruit tarts, <laughs> and um, I make really nice fruit tarts, by the way. I'm pretty good at it. Um, and I get the text, and I say, "Oh no!" I go, "What?" So I get hype and stuff. I'm like, "Wow!" And you're like, "Full trailer with gameplay." And I'm like, "Oh my god!" It took like three minutes for it to register, and then like my whole like upper body, like upper torso, just like. Uh, goosebumps and then I start feeling like a little palpitaty and I'm starting to feel like the shock like the freak out because like I've like I, I like that I like Final Fantasy a lot and I loved 15 a lot and I was I've been wondering man what's 16 gonna be like I can't wait to for a reveal in four years and you're like there's a reveal and I start getting like I'm, my body's starting to I don't have anything to go on but my body's wanting to have like an emotional release I'm like oh my god and um, I don't watch it I wait till I get home and I watch it but go ahead while you were palpitating, Nate was palpitating. He was at his house going, no, 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 <laughs> no, no. I am the Senate. <laughs> Do what must be done. You know, what does More he say? power. Oh, he say? God. Uh, um, so, so, yeah, I don't know. Go ahead. So it's oh, so. I, I, I was, have thoughts on this. I, I have thoughts on yeah, this. Yeah, we'll talk about it because I. I it, so it's a you know it's a pretty long trailer. I think it was like three minutes or two minutes, something like that. And it yes, goes. We you know, see main character. We see combat. And we see cinematics that blend so well with the game graphics. And fifteen was was very similar. Where like they got so, you know they've gotten to the point where the game graphics just look good enough that you know it's not like where you play Final Fantasy seven and it goes from like Popeye <laughs> to like oh he's like it a goes from six Legos. foot tall guy that's like awesome. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Uh. Yeah. Same thing with like like God of War. There's obviously like God of War. When you play God of War 2018, it's mostly all the same shit. This is just you know in game now for yeah. the most part. Yeah. There's uh, clear uh, cinematics, but the art matches so closely to the game that it, there's not as much of a line of delineation where you're like, oh, I see this. You know. Um, yes. I will say, combat looks like it. You know, they're sticking with the 15 combat, which I wasn't a huge. I mean. I wasn't a huge fan yeah, how of. How about you go ahead first with your thoughts, and then I'll go. With mine are probably going to be similar. Nate, did you get to watch the trailer? By the way, no. Okay. No. Okay. Okay. No. Did you play Final Fantasy 15? Parts of it. Okay, so at least you saw what it was like. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So it boy looks band. like. It looks like he. Uh, yeah, boy, it was a boy man. This guy looks like he could be their like one of their roadies, <laughs> like their little followers. It does yeah. look like we're we're splitting between two characters, like his dad and him, maybe. Um, but okay. What like, I think that is, you go. You go ahead. I'll, I'll go okay. on my take. You. Uh, I was just say like I think the 
game world looks beautiful. It's very fantasy. I'm glad they're getting back to a more uh, fan, fan, you know, fantasy world. Chocobo riding rather than cars. You know, I'm sure we'll have some airships and things like that. But it is looking. There was good. chocobos and airships mm-hmm. in 15. No, no, I know, but you also had a car. That's like that turned it. That turned into an airship. Yeah, well, I mean, later it didn't originally. Um, truth, truth, truth. That's like what a monster truck. That's like when you're driving through Davie. Not to localize this here, but in Florida, there's an area called Davie. You just see fucking idiot people riding horses down the street, and you're like, I mean, what are you doing? <laughs> oh fuck, Dave! You did you did you see that in Plantation Acres? Yeah, you're like you're just driving. Which there's is just like a hoity toity town. There's a dumb person on a horse with a cowboy hat on, and you're like. No, you do realize just... that you have a car because you're definitely rich because owning horses is for rich people, and your car yeah, has. Yeah, you're gonna get mad at them for recreationally those, riding their horses. Fifty of those things in power in it, and you can just get wherever you want to go without enslaving an animal to fucking sit your fat ass on its spine. Oh, come on, you Fuck really think? You. Oh, okay, all right. Horses were horse. not you made. Horseback riding is evil, dude. Horses were a not made to run and b not made to hold weight. Look at their legs. <laughs> I feel you. I feel you. It's weird. It is a weird sight. Like you know, coming so close to like Miami, so close to South Florida. Mm-hmm. Horse riding. Like where am I? Like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, it's just weird. Yeah, it's a weird thing. But so that's what I assumed. Like that's what my mind said it, when I would ride a chocobo in fifteen. I'm like. I mean, why would I ride this for transportation when I have a fucking car? Yeah, I'm watching the trailer right now on my phone, by the way. Um, Again. But I do think it looks good, and I'm definitely going to play it. Because I didn't hate the combat M15. What I disliked was the weapons teleporting into your hand. Like, I really like classic RPGs where it's like, you're a guy, and you got a sword. Or, you know, you're a character, and you got a sword, and you see it on your back, and you unsheath it and attack things. Like, especially in more action-oriented games like you know i want to be in dark souls type rpg where i'm like unsheath my sword fight not like yeah. teleport sword to hand attack sword well, disappears Final Fantasy 15 had a morphing weapon mm-hmm. it like more it was a ghost weapon basically that was inside of you and it would morph into your hand and it would change like you swing once and it's a sword then you swing again and it's a halberd and you swing again and it's an arrow it would like kind of morph around in the 15 yeah, well, it would morph into ancestral weapons, so the weapons of yes. like past kings, which I mean, conceptually very cool, but like, why can't I morph it and then just put it on my back? Like, let me see yeah. this shit. Like, I don't just want to walk around as a dude in clothes. Come on, man. Well, like your party members would keep their weapon. Mm-hmm. They were they didn't have phase shifting weapons. When you gave Prompto, like you know, the crystal gun, like he had that gun always. If you gave, you know. Gladius, whichever great sword, he would have that sword always. But with Noctis, our main dude, our weapon was always kind of this transparent ghost form of a sword. So you never really looked like you were holding an actual sword. Yeah. Which was kind of annoying. And I plus the fact that it's just it, though, I will say. like shifting. Yeah. I did get past it though. And I I, I mean gameplays why wise, like shifting between them was kind of cool. You know, like the, I like that they had a function, but um, the only other qualm I kind of had with it is so far it looks like you play as one dude and you know you don't get a party. But I mean, who knows? You know, they're but just, we never know. They're not focusing, but you do see an older guy who has like demon weapons. Like his hand turns into like demon fists and shit. Um, so we'll see. But it looks great. I mean, graphically it looks fucking amazing. And um, I'm watching the I'm watching the trailer now. It looks yeah, the graphics look. Yeah, it, I'm also watching the trailer, dude. His weapon's not shifting. But he teleports it in, right? 
Like he doesn't no. have it in his hand, and then he attacks, and he no, has dude. it. Oh no, he's just holding it. Yeah. He's okay. Just... Good. Good. The cool um, thing, did you notice too, as a nod to fifteen, that um, the one summon dude is a fucking mountain again? Oh, it's Titan. Yeah, but I mean, or Atlas it, or whatever. Yeah, Titan. I think it's Titan. But like in Titan. in previous, he's just like twenty feet tall. And you know, in fifteen, he was like a fucking mountain. And in this, that guy's like they got their idol on. He's like, that's not an idol on, bro. That's a fucking mountain. Yeah. I like that they um, called them Eidolons again. That's another um, kind of nod to some of the older games. Yes. Well, I did see someone comment something on Nana's, because Nana was like, Nana Pratt was like, Final Fantasy 15, oh shit, Sony just won, which I agree. Yeah. But somebody was like, 16, yeah, though, but 16, my bad. No, it's okay. But somebody somebody was like, yeah, but. When they start talking about crystals. Every time <laughs> they start talking about crystals, dog, they fuck it up. And then Nana <laughs> was like. True? like, look at 13. Yeah, Nana was like, 13 was great. I'm like, 13 was trash, and oh. you know it, you son of a bitch. Everybody knows <laughs> yeah. it's trash. 13 looks amazing. And but um, the story's the worst part of 13. They just start throwing made worst. up like gobbledygook words or like Falsy, Lucy, you're a f- Lucy. And you're yeah. like, what the fuck, dude? <laughs> I'm just out here trying to get some chick- bonus pussy, dude. Top, you know what I'm saying, bro? <laughs> okay, so, all right, so here's my take is one, I don't think this game is coming out anywhere earlier than 20, 2025 20 no i would say 2022 i uh okay i hope so um the combat okay so this uh, i see this game this game is built on the final fantasy 15 100%. this is 15 this is a 15 style game but i am noticing combat is very 15 in the way where uh, where like he's comboing and still floating in the air yeah yeah uh, I'm kind of okay with it because I saw a moment where he's he's strafing and then throwing multiple fireballs at the same time. Before, magic was like, it took a long time and you had to wait between castings and mm-hmm. it was kind of a bitch. So if we can have a better 15 combat system where it does look like your weapon is solid and uh, you have a weapon and then I, if I can throw magic on the willy-nilly, it looks great. The fantasy enemies look Fucking really awesome. The yeah, castles. that was one thing you were like, are there enemies in the picture? Or, you know, in the, in the trailer? I was like, oh, like, they're monsters. That's yeah, dude. I know. Are they fucking see, monsters? You see, uh, I believe you see a behemoth. And I believe you see, what's one of the other big ones that they had? That's like a uh, classic enemy. Well, there's a giant kobold goblin thing. Mm-hmm. And then they show what looks to be some sort of Ifrit transformation thing. Yeah. And you see so, Shiva. You see Titan. You see Shiva, you see Titan, and you see what looks to be Ifrit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's Ifrit. That's not Behemoth. That's an Ifrit. So, so what I'm really my favorite part of this thing right now is the the art. Yeah. So the the art every game is like super important. So Final Fantasy 15, uh, like the art is always that I forgot the artist's name, but the art for 15 was always like oh Amano, right? I believe so. Whoever yeah. the guy is, he does he's done all of the art. And the art for 15 was like, it, it was basically, what the fuck was her name in 15? Freya? Freya. Luna Freya. Mm, yeah, Luna Freya. Luna Freya laying down, and spoilers, guys. I, I don't want to give it to you. But it isn't until you beat the game and the credits roll and you get back to the title screen that you see Noctis appear next to her in that art style, and she's actually resting on him. And it shows, because since you know yeah, the marriage is now complete, and... It was really beautiful. The fucking art this time is a phoenix fighting off, fighting like, fighting a what looks to be a behemoth. Well, that's because the kid that you're like that you bodyguard the whole thing. It seems like you you play a bodyguard for 
a child prince who is like uh, Eidolon. He turns into a phoenix, and it looks like he turns into Ifrit at some point. Yeah, I don't know, man, but it... It looks great. It's really interesting. The the thing with the the kid and then the older man's face, it made me think of like the Noctis going mm-hmm. from younger yeah. Noctis to older Noctis. Maybe there's a time thing, but I don't think they would be dumb enough to do that so close when the games already look pretty close together. Yeah, because this guy looks but, like he could be Noctis's like little brother. Yeah, except but, he has real dumb hair. He has like one of the dumber haircuts of a Final Fantasy uh, protagonist, but. Yeah, I don't mind that. I'm okay with the. Yeah, the I mean they all. They you know, look. they always have something. You know what I want? Here's what I want. My wish list, items. You know, uh, weapons being visible. You know, so that like I can have this badass sword or whatever. I'd love yeah, you to. You should watch the trailer again. I'm pretty sure, bro, you're holding your sword and it's it's opaque. Yeah, like, I'll watch it again. Um, I'd love like builds so like uh jobs you know maybe be able like the job board from 12 you know be able to kind of spec towards a thing so if i want to be the gladiolus of my party and have a two-handed sword or whatever you know be a big bruiser i could do that and i also love to have equipable armors that look different yeah well 15 gave us costumes yeah i don't want that i want like i put gear on and then it looks cool yeah i want to be able to have gear that looks great they've never done that in final fantasy though to be fair like you literally never change your armor unless oh, it's a right. costume. Just a weapon. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um also I was I was pleased with the arpeggio this time. Uh the arpeggio is the the thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they always do a subtle the difference. Theme, it's a really slow one. It's a really mm-hmm. epic slow kind of arpeggiation at the end because I always look for like how are they going to twist the arpeggio? Because that is the call for Final Fantasy, and every game has a different twist on the arpeggio. So I like this one. It's kind of an epic kind of battle thing. I'm 100% in. Same. I'm like 100% in. I'm so happy. And you know, this To time... me, it looks really... For me, but not to cut you off, for me, this looks... Um, this, for me, when I first saw it, I felt the way when we first saw 15, which was back in 2007. Oh, yeah. yeah. That's what I was going to say. So that's is... why I don't think this game's going to come out before 2025 or maybe later. This one, I'm I'm more all in than I've been since seeing, like, the 13 reveal and then the Fabula Nova Crystalis and then, you know, the Noct- the, the original Noctis uh yeah. Uh, thing. Yeah. Final I think Fantasy I'm versus 13. Yeah. I'm into this one probably the most. Nate, sorry, you haven't talked a lot. What did you, any, any thoughts? Um, yeah. I'm not, uh, I'm, I'm still on the fence about the whole thing, but I, I feel like, is this a, is this, does it make it for you? Like, I have to, I have to get the, the PS5 now because of this title? <laughs> no. I can wait. I'll because tell you I what. I can did. wait because I know this is not a launch title. This isn't going to come out for at least two to three years. Yeah, we'll, I think five. We'll get seven. to the one that did. No, I think they had to have learned. Their, I hope they've learned their lesson from fifteen originally. You know what I mean? Not yeah. to announce too far ahead. Yeah, but they just s- fucked up. Mm, I, I just yeah. don't want them to drop like drop it next year, and it's another Final Fantasy VII remake, and it's twenty. Agreed. Hours. Um. Anyways, yeah. So, you know, at the end, it does say console exclusive, but. They've clarified that it is a console exclusive, it timed it seems. So we'll see. Yeah, um, and with just a because they're gonna that's gonna be a, a theme with a lot of these games is console exclusive. I really think what console exclusive now means is timed exclusives because especially what's what's going on in the world now, people can't lose the money to like not just drop shit on every system to make enough revenue and also to share it. 
I would love for these games to be only on PlayStation because I'm a Sony pony and whatever, but I do think it's kind of rude. Like, why would we want to not let other people play these games? But that's what exclusivity is about. Pick a side. Yeah, they just want your money. Either be hot or be cold. For if you do not choose a side, the dogs will vomit you out of of their mouths. (laughs) John Lennon's here, baby. (laughs) The line, line has been drawn. So next we saw the you know some gameplay like a gameplay teaser for uh, Spider-Man Miles Morales which I thought looked great but I know people are complaining that it doesn't look good enough but they have said that Miles Morales Spider-Man is basically built on the PS4 Spider-Man game like it's yeah in the same engine so stop being mad I I think that's fine and they're going to give yeah. us more Spider-Man stuff um my only thing was it was mostly like 90% quick time events yeah. which is cool because what do you want to be disappointed and just see more Spider-Man, like Marvel Spider-Man 2019, co- like mm-hmm. gameplay? Yeah, like that's what you're gonna get, dude. With a different suit, that game was good. Yeah, everybody was like the best game ever. So why are you bitching and you want them to reinvent it? It's gonna be the same game. It did look with- cool though. We we saw some new powers. He's got his uh, electricity powers. You know, he's like does an explosion. He he like electrocutes people. You know, pretty cool. Yeah, and it was a big set piece event. Very with, heroic. Like. Yeah, like there's a, like that's the thing is our graphics we've hit an uncanny valley level where the graphics aren't going to grow completely, but a lot more can happen. This bri- yeah, like this bridge thing is just being destroyed, and there's not many load times. They can go seamlessly from cuts. Like this is what I noticed inside the Spider-Man Miles Morales thing. Actually, is they're integrating almost little cutscenes with in-game shit into gameplay, completely seamlessly. Without little stuttery, like um, stuttery, like uh, transitions, so it's just like we're not for we're not here for a graphical overhaul. I mean, depending, we'll get to a game that looks amazing, but I think it's going to be performance. Our performance levels are going to grow completely. So if you liked Spider Man, this is just more fucking Spider Man. And who knows down the line if they add a mode where it's like, do you want to be Peter or Miles? And you get to pick one. Like, how cool would that be for, like, multiplayer mode or the Spider-Gwen DLC or some shit? Right, right. So it's not being a uh, almost a copy of, uh, of the last Spider-Man game. This isn't going to be a, uh, a make or break for you. Like, I have to buy the console for this one either. No, this is just an add-on to that last game. So this is just Spider Marvel Spider-Man with an extended add-on Miles Morales story that they can tack on. And that's cool. Like maybe after this, I'm sure after they make a billion dollars off of this shit, make a Spider Gwen story. You telling me motherfuckers don't want to play Spider Gwen? Like she's awesome with her dope little hoodie and shit. Uh, so they could make a Spider Verse thing out of this, which would be awesome. But you know, talking about the launch, is there any titles or anything that oh we'll make get there? You yeah, yeah, justify- we'll get there. Is there we'll anything that makes there. you justify being a, a Sony pony? Yes. Yes, there's one. We'll get there. Okay, we'll we'll let one. you know. And trust me, when we when we say it, look it up, and then you'll see what we're saying. You'll see. No, it. because it's a Spider-Man game, so I'm definitely going to play it. But I, again, like like what you're saying, like I don't feel like... Oh, it's not, not a make or break. I don't care. Right. I'll I play own, it eventually. I don't I have it. the Spider-Man PS4 Pro, the red and white one. But I didn't... I, I bought it because I wanted a Pro, and I was like, well, I'm definitely getting Spider-Man, and... I like the color, like I like the way it looked. And when I sold my PS4 original, my launch PS4, the one I got, which was the Destiny edition, which wasn't launched, but when I got my PS4, 
it sold for pretty well the same price I paid for it because it was the you know the special edition. So I was like, this will help if I ever want to you know sell my pro or whatever. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I I th- I think it looks good. Um, you know, I think you know you can see like you said there. It's definitely seems like more fluid and not not that if you're on a pro and you play spider-man it's it's fluid it's, it's good it's pretty impressive yeah but you know it looks like you know uh, uh like it's almost like getting a graphics card upgrade you're going to see a little bit better performance things like that yeah. you know, on a pc so then we saw hogwarts legacy which seems to be a harry Potter like a game in the harry potter universe obviously um but it takes place in the 1800s and yes i feel like you're gonna make a character and like kind of go through school but also be able to do like adventures and combat and shit because you know you see like a duel yeah it really makes you realize how whack fighting with wands is though like two people just like well yeah. i don't know because Ooh. there's a moment ah. where you see combat and he does like a he does like a flipping ninja barrel roll to like like a dodge move and it kind of looks like he's using the wand to like twist himself around and do like like a cool like side flip dodge uh it's cool that it's not. Uh, what the fuck's her name? JK What's her Rowling? name? The, they all, the they author? all have J's. They all have J's and R's in their name. J. Fuck's the author of Harry Potter. J.K. Rowling. 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 J.K. Rowling. Whatever. It's not called J.K. Rowling's Harry Potter. It's called Hogwarts Legacy. Hogwarts Legacy. Without yeah. the trans people. <laughs> there are no trans people in the 1800s. I wonder if yeah. there'll be bath like toilets. I know that there's this one Instagram account. She was and really whole... explicit. JK <laughs> was really explicit, guys. The only way we can get the rights to make this game, we have to burn trans people at the stake. No, no, we have no, to no. sacrifice the them. No, no, we can't say that right now. Yes, we um, can. No, She's the a, one who's a, doing it. <laughs> yeah, she put a, a tweet out about how wizards used to shit in the street and then make it disappear. Yeah. No, she said that they would transport the shit. Like, when they were going to shit, they would just shit in their robe. But they would like they would basically teleport the shit out of their colon before they shit. Yeah, she's, so they don't have to use bathrooms. She like, sort she of actually lost it. Fucking, <laughs> she stopped making Harry Potter, and she was like, "I'm crazy," and she just like <laughs> yeah. ruined, like retroactively is ruining all of her fucking but, achievements. What What I was gonna say is, there's this Instagram account somewhere that's um their whole focus is is they take screenshots of toilets in video games, <laughs> so they want to they find they find bathrooms in video games and they look up toilets in video games, and I'm wondering. Will there be a toilet modeled in this video game? Because technically, well, she says in this time period they were just teleporting their shit around. They were just teleporting their shit, but where do they teleport their shit? Though? And what's the extent of that? Like, if I was <laughs> mad at you, could I teleport a turd right into your mouth? <laughs> like, just make it appear. Okay, but in all seriousness, it does look shit. like. <laughs> Dude, the part that looked really, really, really good was when they were flying on the hippogriffs, and you just see this like fantasy mountainscape. It looked fucking yeah. great. Well, also the fact that it looks like it's going to be, I don't know, MMO, but it looks to be a multiplayer kind of game where you can make your character. They showed some people fucking around with, um, man, I've never watched Harry Potter. What's the broomy shit? The broom, the broom soccer. Quidditch. They showed, and I'm like, dude, like, because I, I don't, I'm not trying to do a caricism and be like, I don't know about Harry Potter, but like, I know a little bit, but I've never really watched an entire film. But I know Quidditch, and I know how much people love it. Like, I know that. Like, dude, there's enough people with that triangle with the circle and the line through it tattoo. They're called the Deathly Hollows. Thank you very much. Yeah. I've seen some pretty... 
I've seen everything from the nerdiest nerd to the ugliest nerd to the baddest bitch to the biggest, most badass looking biker monster with that thing on them. And I'm like, okay, so this transcends like clicks. Harry Potter transcends, so it's really big. And if they do this right, this seems like it could be really awesome because the other Harry Potter games they tried to put out were like little kitty, kitty 11 year old games. Dick. Bro, and you already know, if magic existed, A, people, kids would kill each other in school all the time. Avada Kedavra <laughs> couldn't exist because they would just kill each other. You'd be mad at your friend because he fucking kissed a girl you like, and you're like, well, I'm going to have to Avada Kedavra you now. Goodbye forever. And then I'll just fucking teleport your corpse into space, and no one will know. Um, but also, you know, like, 13-year-old Aaron would have made some kind of magic spell to feel like my dick was getting sucked all the time. <laughs> and, like magic spell to feel like what a titty feels like in my hand like it would just be how dare you there'd be no like Uh cool magic it would just be all like you know like dumbledore's like making dragons fly around like everyone knows they wouldn't wouldn't teach you that shit no everyone knows in real life he made that spell there's people creating (laughs) spells like mine would be just dicks like there would be no dragon it'd be a giant dick that would swallow you up and fucking (laughs) shoot you out later i don't know whatever Oh, um, God. but it, it looks cool. It looks cool. If no, it looks can good. Pull it off. And and like you said, if they do it right, it could be a really cool game. Um, but I I'm like fifty fifty. Like I I think it looks great, but I think it's probably just gonna be a piece of shit. Just it because be. like well, because it looks like it might like it looks. I don't want to judge it phys- visibly physically. Like yeah, it looks kind of sh- it looks kind of ugly. But that might be because they're running. Um, character created models yeah. and when you let character creation be when it, once you give character creation you're losing a certain amount of fidelity when it comes to your character models they're not going to be as attractive they're not going to look as good as Noctis well, it just, or as good as Lara you it's know? not like they're trying to do like hyper realism like it looks kind of realistic but with a little cartooniness to it and I think the yeah. graphics look fine it's just to me how do you make a game where you go to school fun? Like, yes, the school is well, like potions what, I, class and like, you know, make a plant that sings or whatever. Great. It, there's one part in the trailer where I'm noticing, okay, it's all Hogwarts. Okay, so I'm guessing the whole pinnacle will be like, oh, reach the depths of Hogwarts. There's one part of it that looks like you go outside the gates and you go in the wilderness and you're fighting monsters. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's what I think the, is going to be the dope shit. That's the um, magical beast class or whatever they call it that uh, Hagrid te- used to teach or whatever. Oh, yeah. Wasn't there one where they went into a maze and they got to fight monsters in a maze? Well, that's the Triwizard Tournament. That was like a once a generation thing. That's a big deal. Oh. That's where Cedric Diggory Wait, dies. Wait, sh- should I watch all eight of those movies? Yeah, they're good movies, man. They're really they're 35. And? They're, they're still good? Yeah, dude. They're fantastic. Because when movies. you started watching them, you were, what? 1820 uh sir i was in college so <laughs> yeah but we're like older than college though yeah we're old i was old as shit already and i started reading it and he's fucking 12 and i was like i am harry potter yeah dude if you can <laughs> if you can suspend disbelief and just like imagine what it was like when you were 12. that's true i collect Mega Man comics yeah, bro. Like, what are you <laughs> talking about? i should be fine um uh what's next on the docket yeah (laughs) um oh so next we got the black ops cold war trailer which i couldn't care any less about it looks cool i mean cool it looks like black you know call of duty but the graphically looks great um but they all do you know what i mean it just looks like another call of duty game um and that's not to shit on them i play uh you know Warzone, and i enjoy it it's just i'm not like stoked for it like nate says it's not gonna sell gigs off your system to play Warzone. yeah 
Um, Jesus. You know, like Nate said, it's not a fucking system seller to me. Um, Then we saw the Resident Evil Village trailer, which is Resident Evil 8. Um, Seemingly, you play as Chris Redfield, um, because they say Chris in the very... I'm not sure. I'm thinking Chris may be turning, or I think it revolves around Chris and his family or something. Or maybe he's losing it. It seems like either you're playing as him or he's losing it. Yeah. It looks great, though. I mean, um, graphically looks really, really cool. And I did not love 7. I thought atmospherically it was great. But some of the gameplay shit annoyed the piss out of me. Like, I quit just because I don't like... I don't like events. There was a part where it's like the dad is like chasing around this house and like you have to like sneak and whatever. And I'm like, just let, yeah. me, let me just play zombies. Um, but I think eight looks really cool. It does look like Bloodborne because they do have like weird werewolves or something going on. Like yeah, well, eight made me think I wanted to play seven because it looks interesting. Because when I saw seven, I was like, oh, it's based around a family and their kind of bayou swamp property. And then this is taking it bigger, and it's about a village. But they're bringing Chris into this. Because for all I know, I didn't mean, don't spoilers if you can, but for all I know, Seven didn't look like it had anything to do with anybody from Resident Evil or any of that shit. But I'm assuming Umbrella had something to do. I know, I believe... I should should probably play it. I believe some of the Stars guys are in that um, game. But it's it's weird. Because there's a lot to it. Um, it's very okay. reminiscent of Resident Evil One in terms of like being in a property, you know, like you're in a uh, the swamp farm, like you said. But it's you know it, yeah. it it's massive. There's a lot going on. Yeah, because I really I really like five and six a lot, but everyone hated one. those, so now they're going into a new direction. Um, but yeah, it looks good. I'm excited for it. Uh, I'll definitely watch Senya play it. I'll make her stream it because she's really good at those games. And What's up? Oh yeah, shout out to Senya. She just won another running uh, award today. Oh cool. Yeah, and she did a Laura Croft. I thought of you. uh, One of her costumes. Yeah, she did a Laura Croft, and then she posted some kind of, uh, like, uh, I don't know, some trophy thing she got for running a million miles again. (laughs) Yeah. While I'm I'm able-bodied and perfect, but getting bed sores from not leaving my bed (laughs) unless I'm working. I run, and I hate it every day, (laughs) and I suck at it. Uh, But I'm still doing it. Today I had to, uh, today I was having some, like, pain again, like, I woke up feeling kind of weak in my leg, and so I was like, I don't know about running. But then throughout the day, I was like, oh, it's fine. But then as I was running, like, near the end, I was getting, like, these shin pains. And I'm like, I don't want to hurt my leg. So I just kind of stopped running and just did a brisk walk. But it was the very end, so I didn't feel Get like an that. elliptical after your uh, shutters. Maybe. Anyways, so... Uh, right. Next was Deathloop, which we've seen, you know, we've seen some trailers, but again, it was a it was a pretty cool trailer. This is the um Groundhog's Day shooter where you're like seemingly you're trying to kill eight other people and then you like get out of your loop, but then there's a girl who her loop is only to kill you. So that's like you're trying to kill those people, like find the pattern that you need to kill yes. those people and avoid her. Looks pretty cool. This one looked a little interesting. It's got a little bit of a Tarantino vibe. Yeah. And it looks like it's um like it almost looks multiplayer, like one on one. Like either you're the assassin or you're the person trying to kill the person who's the assassin. Yeah, I don't know. It looks like there's some kind of multiplayer, like one on one type of thing. It looks interesting. I probably won't play it because I don't play games like this. But I won't lie that I did watch the trailer instead of skipping it, and it does look like it has an interesting premise and can probably have some cool. Um, like implementations of like all this shit, because there's like what would you say? There's seven or eight. Eight. Uh, yeah, I think there's eight, eight people he uh, has to eight, kill. Eight, eight assass- assassination targets, and um, how you can do them 
in infinite different ways. That's like kind of like why like the Hitman games are so fun. Like you could literally just do the first Chinatown mission in Hitman, the remake part one, and not even play the rest of the game. You could play that one mission like 50 times. So this does look like there's probably a route where you could do the do the first assassination in 25 minutes, or you could probably get that shit done in like 55 seconds if you know a secret way of doing it. So it looks like a game that's going to be really cool for streaming and for people to find new creative ways to do interesting shit. So it looks yeah. cool. I won't play it because I don't really fuck with shooters, but it is exciting to see new ideas and uh, ways for people to be making games and like telling stories. Yeah. Um, I would definitely stream, well, watch people stream it, but, and I would play it. If, if it's single player, I'm good, but if it's multiplayer, I'm, I'm, I'm not going to try it. Like, I'm not here for Dude, a, unless you can do just you and me. Like you're yeah, like I'm yeah. trying to assassinate the guys and you're coming after me. If we could do like it's just one v one, even though like you know like if they find a way to do it, who knows? But uh, it it I will say it looks interesting and it looks yeah. different. Graphically, it looks really cool. Um, and then we saw Devil May Cry Five Special Edition. I just wrote Jesse should know what the difference is because I have no idea. Okay, so this is crazy. Seth is probably... I'm actually... I appreciate Seth didn't spoiler because he was like, oh, this is awesome. And then I was like, no spoilers, guys. And he didn't text me about this. So Devil May Cry 5 Special Edition looks like an up version of Devil May Cry 5 for the PS5, obviously. Uh, which is already a really great game. But this one, I fucking knew it, they were going to do this. This one adds Virgil as a playable character. And that's the original Dante's has Dante, brother, Nero, right? and V. And this one has Virgil, his brother, as the main character. And holy fuck, graphically, they, they're they not just up-resing the, the frame rate and the textures. They're, they're doing some sh like weird shit. Not weird, but they're doing a lot. Like, Look at a trailer for Devil May Cry 5 on PS4 and then watch this trailer. It looks way, way nicer. It's the same. It's just, it's a... It's like a up upgrade. They're not remodeling anything. Sorry. Sorry. But uh it definitely looks really cool. Uh Virgil is playable. They show a really cool moment. One they show that you can you can um access the devil trigger modes because in the Devil May Cry 5, it takes you till the end of the fucking game to get their their demon forms that are only usable in these epic boss fights for the most part. This one looks like you're going to be able to use them throughout the main game as you used to be able to. And it also, spoilers, if anyone didn't know this, for Devil May Cry 5, the character V is a part of Virgil. He's a split Virgil. He's kind of like a rose to bison. Um, and there's a way where when you're playing Virgil, you can kill yourself and turn yourself into a powered version of V. I know that if you don't play these games, you don't know what that means. But if you do, you do. So this looks like Devil May Cry 5 special basically but like it's like the miles morales version of spider-man right like you're getting it's, a new... no this is leap this is leaps and this is more, i won't say leaps and bounds more but this yeah, seems to seems be a little less, actually because you're just playing the same game but a new character whereas miles morales at least has a new story okay we'll see how it goes i'm, but, I'm I mean, imagining this is going to have a story expansion yeah, possibly say, then again because they'll have to but um, I think it'll be... I look forward to seeing Seth's take because he'll know a little more or a lot more than I do because I've only beat that game one and a half times and I know he's beat that game multiple times and he also understands that game a lot more than I do. Um, 
But yeah, it looks really, it looks really neat, and it's very visually impressive. It's very fast. The trailer's very fast, so I had to actually slow it down so that I could see like how many more particle effects and other things that are going on. I'm not saying just throw more flair and it's better, but sometimes that adds to it, especially with the game like Devil May Cry, which is all about being stylish. So it, I think it looks really, really neat. That that's a game I will definitely buy. And to Nate's question, next question, it's not a system seller. <laughs> Madison, no, 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 not. A... <laughs> You'll know when. Um, Get ready to look it up. Yeah, we're at, we're almost there. So then we saw Odd World. Um, uh, I think I forget what it's called. Odd Storm or some. Uh, yeah, the uh, the new Odd World game. So when did you did you ever play Odd World Abe's Odyssey on the PlayStation One, Aaron? No. I did. So I got Odd World Abe's Odyssey on PlayStation One when it first came out. So I was an early adopter of that weird game. It's kind of a puzzle, it's Lemmings-style game, where you have to lead a group of kind of um, Lemmings to like through a stage. And it's they try to do a couple of things through the Xbox with the Stranger, where they tried to make it like a first-person shooter, and they tried to do all this other weird shit. And it's a really interesting style of game. It's not a system seller. It's uh, I mean, it depends for some people. For some people around our age or a little bit older who played the original um, Abe's Odyssey, Autoworld Abe's Odyssey, it's a really interesting kind of game. It plays with the controls of like a Prince of Persia to where when you stand near, like every button press is a block. And if you're near a ledge, you press down, you will hang. Or you could go up. And if you're near a ledge, you press up, you'll jump and grab the ledge. It plays like Prince of Persia except you are leading a group of lemmings and then your button presses are either hold, come, stay, go. And like you kind of command them to get them through a stage because you're trying to save your people because your people are basically being used as food. So you're trying to rescue your people. But it's got a quirky, kind of funny, humorous thing. I actually think you guys would think it was kind of interesting. I think, Nate, you might even think like, Oddworld Abe's Odyssey is like a cool premise for something because it's like sci-fi but kind of weird and quirky and it's interesting and it's very smart. The games are smart and difficult. So if you could track down just Oddworld Abe's Odyssey, which is actually got remastered on the PS4, um, it's cool. I think it's neat that they made... I, I was not expecting them to make a full-fledged sequel. This is hugely crazy for them. I had no idea. But I think it looks cool. But I think it's niche. Definitely niche. You're kind of low, Nate. Hold on. Your volume's a little low, baby. Hello, hello. Hmm. Still low. Get low, get low. I feel like you're coming through a different mic now. Hello. Mm-mm. <laughs> we can hear you. Your volume's a little low. Oh, okay. Um. Was it? Is Dave's Odyssey there part of that? Is it part of that like a uh, PS4 pack that they they that like uh, ten bucks a month? Like you get uh, access to all these like old games? Mm-mm. No, no, it's not on there. But it but uh, Abe's Odyssey, Oddworld Abe's Odyssey was an old PS1 game, and then they're making a new game for the PS5. That's pretty much the same type of game. It's a 2D puzzle game with Prince Prince of Persia controls and Lemmings kind of vibe to it. So um. 
it's cool. I think it's just when I say like I think you'd find it interesting is I think you'd find a humorous and kind of like smart and a cool little weird alien sci-fi story. They're actually kind of jar jarry, little jar. There's a little binks in these guys. I'm sold. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'll send you a video later. I'll send you like a little review or something, and you'll see. Um. So then we got Five Nights at Freddy's Security Breach. Um. It had like a weird cinematic trailer shown. Um, yeah. No gameplay. Looks like it's gonna be first person. And I don't. I didn't play Five Nights at Freddy's, uh, so I don't know if this is a sequel or some kind of port. It looks to be a sequel. Okay. It looks to be a sequel and an upgrade. It looks to be Five Nights at Freddy's. I never played, but it's kind of a horror adventure yeah, game. That takes kind of like Chuck E. Cheese. <laughs> Basically, yeah, it's basically the robots Chuck E. Cheese, and what this looks to be like, it's five nights. And actually, this guy at my job, Mikey, I give him a lot of shit, but um, he like talked about like, yeah, I'm playing Five Nights at Freddy's, and I was like, what the fuck are you doing playing children's games, you loser? But like, he's like, he's like, what the fuck, man? That shit's fucking scary, dude. Apparently, like they're creepy games. They're they actually are because in the end, fear and creepiness is all uh, subjective. So. Apparently, these Five Nights at Freddy games are popular for a reason, and people like them. They're creepy. They're they're really good for streamers like PewDiePie and shit. But anyways, it looks like the old games were like Chuck E. Cheese based, and it looks like this to me. I'm guessing looks like a imagine if Chuck E. Cheese had a Mickey Mouse World or a Disney World. Ooh. It looks to be like a theme park this time. That is the scary world. But you'd have to be into kind of horror adventure gaming and honestly dude to tell you the truth aaron you and i are way far out of the loop the fact that we know fucking fuck all about five nights at freddy's five nights at freddy's is like one of the is a huge huge success and i mean i don't have interest in it but it's the same thing where i don't know fuck all about minecraft and minecraft is the number one selling video game of all time yeah so it's like whatever I don't think they, if anyone listening knows about my uh, Five Nights at Freddy's, they don't care what we think because we don't know shit about it. But there was some cool gold textures on some statues. Okay. I didn't know when I could talk. <laughs> well, once I stop, it's okay. You never stop, my man. <laughs> You've been going for five minutes on Five oh, Nights at fucking Freddy's. <laughs> no, I, was I was trying, trying to interject to, like, and it wasn't it working. Is, you don't know what it is, so and I'd look, rather say what I do know about it. Talk again now. <laughs> you gotta get in there. There's no get getting in there. in there. Just get the just get the the drop ready. You know which one I'm talking about. Yeah, I almost did, but <laughs> trying not to. I was trying to have a conversation here, but there's no conversing. So fuck Five Nights at Freddy's. Fuck people who play it. Fuck video games. Uh, no, not at all. The next one we got was Demon Souls remake, and it was cool. So this is the one, Nate. Pull up the trailer. For Demon Souls PlayStation 5. Okay. Uh, so, I don't know. What were your first thoughts, Iron, when you saw this? Um, it looks really good. It, I mean, the graphics look really awesome. And um, So I wrote, the graphics look fucking incredible. Like, better than any Souls game yet. Dear God, I need it. Gameplay looks really, really good as well. Showed the intro up to the first boss that Molly Wops you. Um, saw some other bosses, including the giant iron golem, spider boss, and the fucking flame lurker, my mortal enemy. Um, and then 
I guess you said there's a like a pre-order bonus for like a scythe that you um, see an enemy Correct. attack. A re- you with. Uh, Reaper scythe. Yeah, I, I didn't. I didn't notice it because they don't mention it in the trailer, but it do, it just looks. I mean, it looks incredible. So. Correct. I got that information from Vati. Because uh, Vati Vidya put a a breakdown video. It's about a. I think the trailer was six. No, Vati's video is about ten minutes, and. Uh, he did a breakdown of the trailer, which where he brought that up. But yeah, what did you think about it? I think it looks awesome. I mean, you know, they show there's no HUD, so we'll see like kind of, you know, what it all looks like in motion and playing once that's an actual you know game. Um, but yeah. it's a launch title, so we're we were watching what I'm sure is probably pretty close to the gold uh, version of that game. You know, um, yeah. But it just it blew my fucking mind. It literally, I, I had to. I'll, I'll say it here. I'll just talk about it now. I afterwards, I was streaming um, Dark Souls last night, playing um, on an achievement guide that I'm trying to get this last achievement. And Seth jumped in the stream. And was like, "Did you pre-order?" And I was like, "Pre-order," you know, like, "Did you pre-order PS5?" I'm like, "What?" They didn't say anything. Like, you thought they were gonna end the thing with like, "Hey, pre-orders will be up tonight or tomorrow or whatever," you know, right after the show, which they've done before for games. And so I was like, "Fuck!" So then during the stream, I'm like. He's like, I got mine at Target, so I go to Target. It's broken. Like the website just won't work. Then eventually, I got it in my cart at Target, and it wouldn't let me do it. And then finally, it let me get to my cart, and it was like, "Oops, it's sold out." And I'm like, "Fuck!" So then he's like, he messaged, "Oh, Best Buy's up. Best Buy website wouldn't work either." And he's like, "GameStop's going." So Baka and I are like trying to get a pre-order, and finally, I get it. So I'm pre, I'm, I'm going to the system on GameStop. You know, just the system itself, the disc one. That's what I want. And it wasn't working, but they had bundles because, you know, GameStop. So they had like a, for the disc list one, they had like a $600 one or something like that. And then for the disc one, they had a $729 one. And I'm like, bet that, you know, GameStop's broke ass will fucking let you, you know, they've got it so that you can get the bundles, but not the system. Lo and behold, I add the bundle and I fucking get it. So... I ordered uh, the 700, it's going to be like almost 800 bucks, but it comes with an extra controller. It comes with uh, Spider-Man, the Miles Morales Spider-Man. It comes with Battle or uh, Destruction All-Stars, which I don't care about, um, but also a year of PS Plus. So, you know, the extra controller in the game kind of sell it to me. I'm like, whatever. But I got a pre-order in. But I mean, like, they really shit the bed on this. Like, the, the pre-order shit that they did is nonsense. And like, I almost want them to lose to Xbox on this, this generation, just for that because they fuck their fans. There's literally they definitely don't. The, what do you mean they won't lose? I don't want them to lose. They they have the superior system. And it's, I mean it's technically, the that, okay, the botch of the release that sucks, but this is a crazy time. It's not really. I mean, look, they've this is the fifth generation of releases. Sure, this is like really the fourth of like big major like people waiting in line to get it releases because the playstation one you know was an unproven system because sony hadn't had a system yet and people were still looking at saturns and dream Mm -hmm. yeah this is like they're not their first rodeo (laughs) like what the fuck and they have videos there was a guy like the fucking one of the main dudes from sony was on an interview like a week ago no in, in june saying we will have uh, advance notice for pre-orders. We're not just gonna click, you know, hit a button and launch, you know, just uh, you know, have pre-orders with no warning. 
we won't do that to our fans. So you'll know when it's coming. And then they had a sign-up page to to get to pre-order. And then they just turned them on. They literally just flipped a button. And people are saying, oh, it's Walmart did it first. And then, the, you know, the the realtors, like the, sorry, the, the company, you know, these vendors did it. It's like, no, no, no. It doesn't matter. Because in the end, they control it. So it's like, it really annoys me. Because now you're you're letting the scalpers get all these systems that are already up for sale for $5,000 on eBay for a pre-order. Like what the fuck is going on? And it, yeah, I just feel like, you know, Microsoft might shit the bed too. Who knows? But it really annoys me that this is how they treat their fucking, their audience, their installed fans. Get the fuck out of here. Like I had to struggle to do it, like refreshing over and over and over again. And it's like, Why? I mean, dude, I would expect that in this moment you would have to fight for your right to party. Mm. You Preach. goddamn right you got to struggle, motherfucker. You're fighting the rest of the world during a pandemic where everyone's at home. Not just a pandemic, but, but it's going to be winter. Everybody wants one. But and guess it's limited what? quantities. You so can, you're going to fucking fight for it. it what do you want? You want them to come over and wipe your bottom and baby powder your toes while handing you a pre-order? No, yeah, what bitch. about... And you're lucky you got one, dude. What about maybe just posting like a thing on your, you know, Sony PS5 uh, showcase instead because of... what if you're a lazy piece of, of shit like me who doesn't check his text for three days and a pre-order is sitting there when someone's lined up and waiting? But the point being, announce it. I was playing video games not on my phone okay, not i do i do see what you're saying you're right they should have said by the way everybody we're ambushing you pre-orders are up now yeah like just say i, it. I, I feel you because so there's bad, so many but... people that were at fucking work you were at work when the pre-orders yeah, I was were at like, work i had no idea couldn't even get it if you wanted to so what the fuck is that like well yeah i mean it's i nonsense. mean if i wanted to i would have known I, I'm doing the whole thing. We're like, no, I want the second gen of the system. And now, I, now I'm really thinking, like, yo, if Demon Souls is really launch, it is. I have to find one. I have it pre-ordered. You won't. If not, dude, I'm taking three weeks, three weeks off of work, and we're roommates for three weeks. I'll get a yeah, COVID test, you, and you, I'm living in your bathroom. You're gonna watch people play <laughs> Demon Souls. That's the thing. Like, and 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 look, it's always a struggle. You know what I mean? They're, and you're right about that. Like it is. They they can't make enough to sell as many as they need, right? But they know this, so it's like, yeah. when do we hold them accountable? Where it's like, you know how many you sell every time? Like at least make that many. <laughs> like, yeah, you're I mean, the Xbox manufacturer. Did, did they do the payment plan like Xbox? No, because Xbox is just gonna fuck everybody's credit up. Xbox is like, oh, just buy our system. It's twenty four ninety nine a month. Just use our credit plan. And it's like, even though the APR is low, still, it's like, Ugh. yeah, they're gonna. You know how many big. people are gonna just get those things and not play it and let it default and go to collections? Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. Good luck collecting. But so but back to Demon Souls. Back to Demon Souls. I'm happy you got a system though. So you're gonna have one in. Yeah. November twelfth. All right. Cool. It'll be I'm, delivered to my house, and then I also pre-ordered the. Pull a uh, 3D pulse headset or whatever the you know whatever Beautiful. the 3D audio uh, new PlayStation headset. I got the new camera, and I got a dual charging dock because they just had it for 25 bucks or whatever. Uh, and, you know a Sony yeah. original one, so I was like fuck it, because I was pre-ordering from Best Buy to get my Demon Souls, um, for curbside pickup. You know, so that day I can just go get that, and then my system should come at some point. You know. Yeah. 
Yeah, so but spending back $1, to the Demon Souls though, because we're not we have we're still we're talking about the buying the Demon Souls though. Um, I think it's one of the best looking. Nate, did you watch it? Trailer looks great. Yes, I think it's one of the best looking fucking anything video games I've ever seen. I'm a little weary because it is uh, convention video, but I believe them. There's no HUD, but I kind of believe them. I think that trailer was running PC with PS5 hardware. Was that one? No, the that was just was the Final Fantasy PS5 hardware. That, that was Final Fantasy 16. Then they said every game after this is running on a PS5. Okay, perfect. Um, Demon Souls looks incredible. Uh, I I recommend everybody looking up Vadi Vidya, V-A-A-T-I Vidya, V-I-D-Y-A. He did a great breakdown of the video uh, where he brings up a lot of cool new things. One is the vocalization of a character. He's very he he's he's, he's very loud now. Yeah, he like every time he stabs somebody, he's shit. like, yeah. go on. Like he's very like. Now Vani was like, I think it's gonna be weird if it's like that mm-hmm. the whole game. Yeah, but maybe if you're not human and you're hollowed. It should go away, mm-hmm. but if you're human, it sounds that way. Uh, the way the ray tracing, I didn't know what ray tracing was until I finally saw this trailer. Uh, it just, there's just too much to say. It just looks really great. It, it's the, one of the fucking dopest looking things I've ever seen. I've never seen a, a From Software or Souls game look this good. Uh, even though what they were doing was, they basically made every enemy one hit death. And he was just using like a just simple just slash and every now and then blocking. I did like during the the fight with the boss. What was the name of that boss again? Forsaken I, one. I forget. Yeah, that first like um, that first uh, it's asylum, the asylum demon, demon yeah, is yeah, what yeah. it is. Yeah. But there he was showing how like here's here's what it's like when you take a hit. Here's what it's like when you roll. Here's what it's like when you uh, dodge. One thing Vadi did say was it looks like when you're locked on the game is still has the old school. Um, Four directional dodge, not yeah, eight directional. Yeah. So if you want to have good contextual dodging, you're gonna have to log lock off. Um, I did notice he parried in the beginning, and then he did a backstab too. They showed everything. Yes. <laughs> what are you watching, Nate? Is Nate watching something, or is he fighting somebody? What's going on? Are you fighting someone, Nate? <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Sorry, I had a quick fight. I had to have a fist fight. <laughs> just, you know, just um, practicing my, my demon soul moves. Uh, but, I mean, yeah, it did show all, like, the good animations, the backstab, the block, the the heavy block against, like, when he's fighting the giant demon, like, that shows, like, that block that where you, you got the block, but you're heavily staggered. Mm-hmm. You, it like, did show that's only out. a four-way roll. Good. No, I was saying like when you get hit and you fling your arm out because you're out of stamina. Yeah, you're just like bang, and uh, the way blood splatters now completely on you and the enemy. Uh, did you notice I, there were messages on the ground too? Yeah, like very cool. I watched it like a couple of times because just and I know those areas just running around them, watching him running around in that. The fucking nothing looks that good. I don't feel like I feel like the camera's a little too close mm-hmm. and a little too low because it looks really great. But I think for like gameplay, you'd probably want it pulled back and up a bit. Yeah, yeah. But I did notice that too. It seemed really a great. little more cinematic 
rather than gaming, you know, like I'm playing this because I wouldn't want to be down on the ground like that. Like, can't you above your fucking head? There's guys that shoot arrows at you and shit, dude. There's flying exactly. stingrays. <laughs> so that's what I was thinking was this looks so incredible, but it doesn't look gameplay. St- it looks like uh, it looks like a shot that was set up. Yeah, yeah. And I'm okay with that because everything else looks great. The proportions of that armor set. And also, remember, all the different armor sets in the fucking game. Oh, yeah. And that's a base armor set. And that fucking armor set looks good enough to where I would wear that thing for the whole fucking game. Yeah. It's like your basic knight armor. Like, uh, yeah, just the knight set. Or not even. I think it's more like the herald set from 3, right? Like a more lighter armor. But whatever. It was really cool. Yeah. And you can see all the different it, it, patches of leather and shit it on it. It just makes me think. Do you think that within 10 years we're going to have... This for all of Souls games? I hope. I mean... Because Demons came out 10 years ago, or more, mm-hmm. 2008? Yeah, I think it's 08. Mm-hmm. No, it might have been 09 and then 2011 for Dark Souls. It was 09. Uh, no, you know what? I wouldn't want them to do all that for all these games. The other no, games are great. they look good enough. Yeah, because we got the get, get remaster. Get into Elden Ring. Yeah, get us Elden Ring, because uh, this is looking like vaporware at this point, because we aren't seeing shit. Yeah, I'm wondering if George Martin did hit a George Martin and just isn't going to make it. But Dude, I, wait, wait, last thing I'll say is, do you think that Elden Ring can look as good as this? I hope. This is a different studio too, so who knows? They, you know, they had a, they had the whole game to just basically up, you know, like make new graphics over. That's so true. it's like they don't have to do the hard part, which is making everything. It's almost like hindsight is twenty twenty, mm-hmm. like. Can you fix your old relationship or make this new one better than your old one? It'd be easier to make your old relationship better yeah. than making your new one better than the last one because you have hindsight. Yeah. Um, so it looks amazing. Uh, but we do have to read stuff uh, from the comments. Oh, that, uh, yeah. We got about six comments. That was the last game that was uh, nope, announced? No, it was not. We saw a Fortnite trailer and why? Why even whatever. waste, why even waste the 30 seconds or whatever, right? Like, Duh, Fortnite's going to be on fucking PS4. It's on everything. Um, Then they did announce the PS Plus Collection, which is a new benefit for PS Plus on PS5, which is just like all the heavy hitters, man. Like, all for free. You know, you can just download them day one. God of War, Uncharted 4, Bloodborne, uh, Final Fantasy uh, 15, Detroit Become Human, Days Gone, Battlefield 1, Infamous Second Persona 5. Persona 5, Batman Arkham Knight, The Last Guardian, The Last of Us Remastered, Resident Evil 7, all there day one bro that is that's a year's worth of gaming yeah that and and those are woo. <laughs> like i was like good job yeah. you know that's a really really good like hey if you get ps plus by the way you got this that's a great thing i'm happy they did that and um kudos to them for that that's and yeah and it's dope. not like timed like the plus games of the month or whatever you just get it so then yeah. they they announced the pricing, which is uh, the the full PS5 with the disc drive and everything, four ninety nine ninety nine, and then the digital edition is three ninety nine. So you know, similar to Xbox, except the disc like the the S or the Series S, not X, is two ninety nine. But that's a slower system, whereas this is just a disc free system. You're saving a hundred bucks. Yeah. And the release date announced for uh, November twelfth, twenty twenty. So, so yes, yeah. Nate. Demon Souls was the system seller for me. I was Demon like, Souls is the system seller. Yeah. I was if on I the can fence. find a system, I'll buy it. For yeah, you. I was on the fence because I was like, I didn't, I knew I was gonna get it because of Demon Souls eventually, but I didn't know it was launch. And then I was like, well, I have to have it. Yeah, you guys are leaning uh, more towards Sony than 
Any any thoughts on Xbox? None. I have a PC. No. You could give me one. I'd probably give it back. Damn. So I have actually a PC. the last two Xbox consoles. I've had people gift them to me, and I gave them back because I don't want to be rude and trade them in. I have no interest. So I had a 360, and I liked it because I played all my Fable games on it and stuff. But then now, if you have a gaming PC, an Xbox and a gaming PC have the same. They have all the same games, pretty much. I, I'm, Not all. I'm sure there's exclusives. The, the ones yeah. that matter. Yeah. Well, that's what I'm saying. I'm sure there's like console exclusives for Xbox, but like to me, if you have a gaming PC, you can pretty much play everything. <laughs> So well, like, the crazy thing is that the console excuse most of the console exclusives, if I'm not mistaken, are the ones you can download on Microsoft's Xbox app thing. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. you you if you have Microsoft Windows, they count that as you owning Microsoft. That's why I have uh, Killer Instinct complete on my computer, on my PC, and also you can have like Forza. And the only reasons to really play Xbox are Killer Instinct, Forza, and Halo, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I believe I mean, those are big. all PC ready. That's the big so, guys. Fuck it. Um, so yeah, I may be was... wrong about the Halo, but uh, maybe not for long, though. That that was the showcase. You know, it was a pretty awesome uh, set of, you know, um, trailers and things in a row. And then they shit the they shit the entire bed, and then another whole bed, and then they shit in my bed, and they shit in everyone's bed that likes PlayStation <laughs> on how badly they dropped the ball. And they, worst part is, they should have come out today and said they were sorry. Couldn't they use the wands to like teleport the shit from the bed to outside, <laughs> like into the appropriate receptacle? Yes, but they are not wizards, unfortunately. Obviously, with a fucking announcement like that. <laughs> yeah, God. If they, I mean, honestly, they they fucked up worse than I've seen probably ever in the history of console releases. Because they just, they just literally shit the bed, like no warning, and then people found out and it was gone. Like you know, if there's warning and then you're like, fuck, at five o'clock, you know, I just, I, I was one click too late and I didn't get it. That sucks too. And you know, I'd be mad, but I, you know, they have to limit supply because they can't make them all. They lose money on all their early systems. So I'm sure whatever, but like, it's not even announce it to have Walmart be like, they tweeted, Walmart was the first one they tweeted, make you wait for a PS5. That's not us. And then here's a link to pre-order like, bro, you got to control that better. Like, I, I don't know, man. Whatever. I know a lot of people are pissed about it. So um, we got a couple comments um, for our post yeah, about this. Yeah, like six or seven of them. Uh, so Thomas H. Barton said, uh, hey, guys, been on a business trip for the last few weeks. Wait. And I, ha- I haven't. What? I guess we have our settings different. I saw one above that. No, I have it listed as all comments, not most relevant. Um, oh, good call. Go ahead. You, oh, yeah, you take the helm. We have 17 comments, but there's replies. So um, Thomas yeah. H. Barton says, uh, been on a business trip for the last few weeks and haven't had a chance to listen much. How are you doing? Are you staying safe? Staying healthy? We're doing pretty good, man. We're staying as safe as we can. You know, Jesse has to work. Yeah. I do nothing. Yeah. I mean, I work, but I, I work at my house, so I just take Lulu and WALKs. And on the weekends, I uh, get coffee sometimes, and then that's about it. <laughs> Yeah, I'm safe as I can. I work in a grocery store, but I do a good job of staying away from people and being mean to them and um, staying healthy. I mean, this podcast keeps my mental health at least a little bit okay. But other than that, you know, we do what we can. 
Nate, are you staying safe and staying healthy? No. <laughs> no. Um, but I'm, I took a coronavirus test, so I'm coronavirus free, if, if that counts. How did you How did you uh, go about doing that? I went to CVS. They they have the <laughs> you go through the drive through. They have a little. Oh really? So if I'm just not lazy and I look it up, I can actually go like get one every now and then. Yeah. How quick were I mean, the results? I, it was like uh, maybe a day or two. Oh, that's lucky. How much? How much does it cost? Seventy five, eighty five, hundred bucks. Uh, you have to make an appointment online, and so when you're filling out the information for the appointment, they can probably quote you a price. I don't know. I, they just I, they went through my insurance, so and insurance is I, covering I, all of it right now. Like oh, so it's, there's insurance stuff. Yeah, yeah. Your insurance can cover it if you if you if you got a little a little something something going out. <laughs> but if not, I'm sure it's not it's not too expensive. <laughs> but if not, fuck you. <laughs> If yeah. not, you're you have the virus. Yeah, you're dead, bitch. Uh, <laughs> All right. Corey Alexander says uh, Mulan was a decent movie in its own right. If you go into it with the original animated musical in mind, you will be disappointed. Plenty of okay nods, but it does not compare. Yeah, once you told me the dragon was gone, I figured all the silly, fun music stuff was gone. Actually, Nate, other than the Christina Aguilera thing song, no songs did. Did they retain none of the no songs? No music. No songs. Jesus, dude. So it's just uh, acting. I mean, there's good performances, good acting, you know, like some good. It's just, you know, it's just average. It's just not. It's. I wouldn't say it's like they knocked it out of the park. It's just kind of okay. It's just in so the park. Let me. In, so I'm gonna right. say <laughs> it's a it's a line drive. It's a, what's it called when you you hit the ball, but it's Outside of the yellow post, foul. I guess, uh, but w- okay. So, Nate, would you say that if they did include the songs, it would have made it weird, or do you, do you think it would have made it more authentic to Disney because those films were also a lot about the fact that they were musicals? Right. I think it would help the overall story because the uh, the story that missing piece of emotion. What they you know, they can express yeah. it through song, right? Yeah, because this one is the one that's uh, when will my reflection show, right? That's that one exactly. When you're taking away the songs and when you're taking away the comedy, you're solely relying on the story, on the acting and story, and uh, the the story it was it's it's missing. You know, it's just not that. It's just a straight line. It, it's missing some curves. Um, yeah. They, well, it seems like you know, they're making a visceral, like, Chinese war movie that normally would have been carried by some levity and comedy and songs, but then you're trying to just have this war film that just makes this little character a superhero. So, I don't know. It's like, if you're going to make the kind of film, just have Jackie Chan do it. Is it. Hasn't Jackie Chan just been making badass, epic, like, Chinese folklore war movies for the last 10 years why not just for, let him do it absolutely for his whole life right <laughs> but you know jackie chan uses comedy you know like jackie chan Truth. you know yeah. uh you take away two two major pieces that that made the first one so great 
you better you better bring it with your story man you better bring it with with your acting and the acting was great you know but it's just uh it's just kind of kind of boring yeah or at least chop some head offs on the heads off on the battlefield exactly hmm. so brian marshall says uh you guys have to talk about the absolute BS that was the PS5 pre-orders. Mm-hmm. You just did. We just did. did. <laughs> we did. It's fucking dumb. You're in luck. Uh, I'm happy I'm so lazy because <laughs> I would have been annoyed to be frustrated. I would have been so mad just hitting refresh on my laptop. Refresh. Yeah, you can refresh. see it on the stream. I'm I'm like kind of raging. I'm like, this is fucking bullshit. Like, ugh. It's just, I hate all of it. But uh, Justin Zwerner says, what does Marcellus Wallace look like? <laughs> and I said, what? What? And then, then I put the gif of, say what again, motherfucker. Say what again. Um, and then Ronnie Rodriguez said, uh, he can't find us on iTunes, but uh, James Hop came in and helped him out and gave him a link, which was very nice. Um, Fuck yeah, James. Thank you, dude. That's Wasteland Batman. He uh, streams, and he's been watching our streams. So he streams on Facebook. It's Wasteland Batman with a three instead of the E at the end of waste. No, yeah, at the end of the word waste. So W-A-S-T-3-L-A-N-D Batman, all one word, on Facebook. Fuck yeah. And he streams. He's been streaming Avengers. Uh, I watched a couple of them. Avengers looks right. Uh, and so he actually wrote in and said, I'm sure he'll talk about it, but thoughts on the PS5 not being backwards compatible with PS1, 2, and 3. I mean, I assumed as much. You know, I'm just Correct. glad it's backwards compatible to four because that's where everything is now. That I like Correct. most games that were on those systems, I can play them on my PS4. So, Correct. So that's uh, why I don't understand the fucking uh, the digital system. Yeah, I don't it's it. like get the physical. Yeah. You, I, I have a stack of PS4 games as tall as I am. You know, like mm-hmm. why would you not? Also, when these things happen, we all. Like I think there was a huge fucking misstep that happened with the PS4 when everyone started just fucking willy-nilly selling. And the PS3 also, everyone sold all their PS3 and PS2 and PS1 games. And we all used to have hundreds of PS1, 2, 3 games, not of each system. But I'm sure a lot of us eventually like, oh, it's PS4 now, so I'll get rid of my PS3 games. I super regret it. I probably got yeah. rid of over 50 to 70 fucking PS3 games. And I know for a fact, I got rid of over 150 PS2 games. Same, dude. I got rid of all my games that are now worth like three, $400. Because I, I want them again, you know, because like I want to have them on my shelf. And it's like, dude, they're yeah. all so expensive. Well, the frustrating part is that like a lot of times when it comes to PlayStation 1, if you still have a functioning PS3 or PSP or a Vita, you can like maybe play some old PS1 games. But in our PS4 generation, I would have thought that they would have brought more than just about 30 or something PS2 games and then the PlayStation to download and play and buy. Or the PS now having like a bunch of PS3 games that are great, but you have to stream them using your local internet, which most people use Wi Fi and most people don't have fiber or hardline. So. You know, I'm okay with you not having the backwards compatibility, and I understand it. I'm very appreciative that fives are going to play four games. And I imagine that digital systems are going to allow you to go into the four and buy the four. You can still go buy, like, you know, 
whatever game, Marvel vs. Capcom Infinite on PS4, and you can buy that on your 5 and play it. And that's great. Yeah, and I'm sure so your digital library will, will still be available for download. You know, If you own it, it'll know. But yeah. But the disk drive is what's worrying me. I don't want the disk drive to be a thing where it only comes out first gen, and then no, three years no. from now, people are selling disk drive PS5s for 600 bucks, 800 bucks. Yeah, I don't think they're going to do that. I think we'll, um, we'll be all right. With 1, 2, and 3, I'd like to see them selectively choose at least to a PS Plus thing, or not Plus, but like at least try to once a month port over a game from each system. There's a lot of games. We, we want to play Twisted Metal 2 again, even though it's janky as fuck. We want to play Soul Reaver. You know what I mean? We want to play older games, and not everyone can try to track down an old PS2 that still works. Or hope to order an old PS2 game someone's selling on eBay and hope when they receive it, it works. So it would be nice. I understand we can't have every generation completely revived and there for us. Maybe you will never be able to play Thousand Arms again, which was a really great RPG for the PlayStation 1. I'll say the name again, Thousand Arms. Um, but I'd like the opportunity to, but I'm happy that it's a PS4 backwards compatible. And I wasn't expecting one, two, or three. I would just hope that they would try to maybe, if they make enough money, start another team to like start porting these over, or at least going over the licenses to see if we can get some of these older games back. Yeah. So that's it for our Facebook stuff, and that's it for the show. Nate, I love you. It was very fun to talk to you again. I love you guys. Thank you for having me on. We should do this Thank more you, again more often. Well, yeah, you know, we'll do it again. We'll do a. You're fucked. We're gonna do a movie thing. We'll, we'll, we'll because it'd be, we can talk like find a movie or something to talk about because it was a nice cinema conversation in the beginning. Let's yeah, do but it. the show's over, yeah. so you know my mom's here. Nate's got uh, what are they called? The guys that they're, they're like, please sit down. Uh, what is it? Uh, intervention. Intervention. What do they call the guy that runs it? Like the intervener. <laughs> He's got ah, someone yes. here. Yeah. My mom, my mom's doing that for me. She's here too. <laughs> oh, Doctor Phil, Doctor Phil. Yeah. So we, uh, we quit, guys. We're um, that's it. Quit, but don't that's quit. Been this show. Yeah. Quit. Hey but Nate, is there anything? Any? Is there anywhere anybody can find you or anything that you want to promote or let any anybody know about you, or do you just want to remain in the shadows? Uh, no. If you want to, if you want to say something to me. And uh, here's some quips back. I'm, my social media handle is Nathan's Camera. Nathan's like Nathan's hot dogs, but you replace the hot dog with a camera. <laughs> Which he also eats. <laughs> he just crunches glass. <laughs> Delicious. Hey, also for the fuck of it, look up Welcome to Tate's, man. That was a fun time. Yeah. Good times. We just won an award, time, in fact. Nate, uh, you We s- did, yeah. Yeah, we got a Best Effects Award from the LA Film Festival. For yeah, the Green Goblin, yeah. Green Goblin episode? Mm-mm. For the... Uh, Ultron? For, for the Bounty Hunter episode. Yeah. Oh, nice. There's a lot going on in that episode. It's a it's a great episode. Nate, you directed yeah, that you... one, right? No, no, that was Nakia. Oh, it was Nakia. You're right. I was going to say. Nice. Pencil yeah, Pusher, or whatever the fuck his name is. Yep, Pencil Pusher. Pencil X Pusher on Instagram if you want to see his drawings. Um... Yeah, watch Welcome to Tate's. It's on YouTube. Google it, you know, I mean, YouTube it, and uh, watch all of it, and uh, tell us what you think. You know, Nate worked very hard and for a very long time on it, and I think uh, it's so did you, motherfucker. 
I did. Yeah, Aaron. Aaron was right there. You know, he was. He kind of was the DP. And they <laughs> screaming, <laughs> look less, at my dick, less, less sexual way. You know, kind of <laughs> just laughing. He was the anchor. He was the anchor. Um, yeah. There's a couple of uh, scenes that are out of focus, and I'm like, God, I need to really pay attention to if I'm looking through my glasses or not. <laughs> because you know sometimes you're like looking down if you wear glasses sometimes you'll be looking down and you'll like look over your glasses and if you focus for that (laughs) it's gonna be out of focus but yeah you know to be fair though like the monitors on those cameras are like an inch Mm -hmm. like an inch wide i I just got like an external monitor and oh my god what what an amazing difference like it's so easier to yeah especially for finding focus and it, the really the one that gets me is that in that first episode when we we're shooting the letter that uh, Larry gets, it's like out of oh, focus, yeah. and I'm like, <laughs> but I was shooting over his shoulder, and it's like you said, if you're if you're using one of those monitors, uh, those little uh, on screen you know LCDs, and then the fucking sun's there, you're like, oh, I can't see at all. So I know that the yeah. I know I can see that it's his shoulder, <laughs> like it's there. I I, I see shapes. I yeah, think this is it. Yeah, that one gets me. We were watching it on the big screen, and I just was like, I wanted to cringe into my own body, <laughs> like just disappear because you know, dude. As a layman, I was there. I was watching it. Didn't notice it. It was a fun time, a great time. Yeah, it yeah, was yeah. Awesome. Well, it's just one of those things. As a you know, when you're watching something you've done, you're your own biggest critic, and you just see like every yeah. little flaw. But it's a it's a great series. There's you know, there's very yeah. few things that I would have ever wanted to change and all of that would have just been you know budget stuff like we nate you did a really good job with very little money in terms of getting like all the really awesome costumes and everything and i'm very proud of it yeah you know i'm I'm proud of it i'm proud of what we did and you know yeah like you said you know there was some small things if, if we if i had to do it all over again you know would change and try to make try to make better but also, that's also some of the charm. Yeah, yeah, of <laughs> some course. Of the mistakes Definitely. are, and it's a it YouTube series. Is. You know, I doubt like I wouldn't watch something like this if I stumbled upon it. I'd be like, "Holy shit, these guys did awesome with you know clearly not a budget, not me picking it apart." But that's exactly you know that's exactly what makes me happy. Like walking away from it, like there's going to be, a, you know, a young a young kid who goes to Tate's. And might go to their website, you know, Google's Tate's comics, and he might stumble across the web series and just, you know, I think that's going to be a little magic moment. He's like, holy shit, like, look how cool this is, like, Mm -hmm. you know? Yeah, Yeah, I'm definitely sure that's definitely happened because it's, it's been an institution in this region of the planet for as long as it was, as long as we're here, obviously Mm. on the planet. And as long as, you know, Tate's is a big deal around us. So especially around when it came out, I think that's probably already happened at least 100 times where kids are nerding out because we were just grown kids nerding out. Mm-hmm. Like I was yeah. nerding out. I've been going to Tate's unknowingly since year one. I didn't realize that like my first time going there was in the plaza over when yeah. Tate was just yeah. like packaging comics and I was talking to his dad when I was like 12, you know, and exactly. uh it's it is an institution and at that point i was like in a movie i was in an independent movie theater watching like a series at a comic store i had been to at that time what 23 years however long mm-hmm. i think by now it's 27 years so by then like 22 23 years and i was like holy fuck this is a fucking show based on the comic store i've been going through for 
more than half my life, you know? So, you know, if anything, I'm the kid that was like, wow, how cool. Also, I've never seen the back room when you were doing the star shit where the star things were taking over people. Yeah. And you guys were in the back. I'm like, so that's what the back room of Tate's looks like. There's another back room. There's another back room that's also really cool. Like where to get to his office. There's like a. It's just like a dream. You know, Tate's is a dream, but yeah. When you you go to that one, you know that big window he has to that Mm -hmm. office up there where you can overlook, and he makes sure all the cool shits like visible. And it's like that's the you know that's like the cool little office. And I get it. It's a, it's a comic. It, even even if you know when he left himself, it's still to leave that visual because that visual of that window is a character within itself of going to Tate's. Yeah, you know, like so. Yeah, it was, it was a nice thing, and you yeah. guys did a great job. Fuck yeah, man! I will say, I, Nate. I, I was the same age. I was twelve when I started going to Tate's, and, uh, and that was what know. two years ago. <laughs> that was last week. <laughs> Uh, you young whippersnapper. <laughs> I will no, say, but, I mean, Tate, Tate deserves like, if I ever do get rich, uh, I, I would love to, you know, like, I think the, the series is a nice reflection of the juvenile, like the 12 year old that we were, yeah. that we all were when we first discovered Tate's comics. But if I ever, if I ever get rich, I'm going to, I'm going to go back and, and do it right. Going to, you know, yeah. give them. Give him some fancy. If I ever yeah, get rich, yeah. I'm gonna buy well, Tate's and fucking burn it. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. But what, what you were saying before, Aaron said that fucking dumb shit. Was it's almost like you know, it's like the kid playing action figures. Yeah, holding like holding Venom and Deadpool and being like yeah. fight. You know, and, and the kid who together. Yeah, yeah well, dude. And you got to you got to do that. And what I'm I like, uh, you know, I'm super proud of you guys for getting to do that, and it was fucking sick, dude. What I always imagined Welcome to Tate's in my head was like what I thought Tate's was, which is like the Willy Wonka's chocolate factory of like comics, anime, <laughs> toy, you know, like, Still is, yeah. yeah, like that's what I thought it was like, just such a fun glimpse into. But I do, I uh, wanted to, I wanted to note, Nate, that one thing you have said in a many interviews, you know, you've been all over, you've been on Entertainment Weekly, you know, you've been on <laughs> all the news, Fox and Friends and whatever. And every time they ask, like, is there anything you'd, you know, when you look back, you'd want to change? You're like, yeah, yeah, I'd love to get a better DP. <laughs> <laughs> no, not at all. Man. I'm just going to make a super Eric- cut of all your interviews <laughs> that you say it, and then I'm just going to super cut my wrists. I'm I'm proud of Aaron. Like I know uh, it was at a time when Aaron was looking to do something more creative, mm-hmm. and uh, like out of all my friends, like Aaron, Aaron is just like you got to admit, Jesse, he's one of the funniest, funniest creative. Like uh, his delivery. I mean, it's why it's why he's so good on a podcast. Like his delivery. Yeah, man, that's why I'm here. He's Aaron's super talented, so you know. I'm, yeah, I'm you... glad he's streaming more and doing more creative stuff. Bro, I don't even know why he. Up. I don't even know why he deals with me. Do you even listen to this podcast? <laughs> I still don't understand. I think he has a life insurance plan on me somehow. <laughs> he's just waiting. Well, I will but say. I, I love him. I appreciate him too, man. Well, I love both of you guys. I did tell you uh, when we hung out, like, Tate's was the perfect way. Like, it came to my life at the perfect time. And you had asked me, you know, you had offered to, like, hey, come help. You know, we need all the help we can get. And I came in maybe a month or two into you guys shooting and you had shot a little bit of the first episode and some of the second, cause I, I missed out on the green goblin stuff quite a bit. Um, and the, some of the poison Ivy, um, 
but I got dumped. And then I was like, I'm going to, you know, I don't have this person who told me I should do it and then fought with me every time I tried anymore. So I'm going to go and just <laughs> my Sunday night, I'm going to go shoot. And I didn't barely know you guys. You know, I had met you a couple times. You know, I had met uh, Alex um, and I knew Nakia a little bit, but like barely knew you guys. And I was like really nervous. And then we just, luckily we clicked and it worked really well you know the it's, it's a it's a fun show man definitely you yeah. guys watch it and then make us feel good so we'll do something else <laughs> we, hey, need yeah, the, man. we need the just kick. maybe a short or maybe a rpg maker <laughs> Aaron, aaron's got some great ideas man he's got a little babysitter uh feature length uh, he's got i got some stuff but i just i lack drive when it comes to writing that's my problem i need to find a writer to write my shit for me and I need I need it to be Aaron and Aaron conceptualizations where we go like this is my idea, write it, <laughs> and then Boom, we film done. it. Boom, like how Larry said he wrote his uh, zombie movie where he just wa- walked around a room and dictated and uh, someone wrote it. <laughs> That's what we need because none of us are have the <laughs> drive to actually sit down and write. <laughs> yeah, that's that's the hey, hard well, part. Who knows? That's we'll see what happens in the future, guys. Yeah. And we do, we know, we always, we all want to work together again. So we will do something. It's just we're, the right idea needs to like land. And I, once it does, I know we'll be off and running. Because that's how Welcome yeah. to Tate's happened. You know, Nate had a good idea. And then, you know, everyone was bought in. And then it was like, it just went. <laughs> Started rolling. Fuck yeah. Know? Whatever it was that caused it to happen, I'm happy. God bless you, Nate, for making that shit happen, dude. No, I mean, God bless everyone for for just putting up with me and, and allowing it to happen. But, you know. God bless America. God bless America. <laughs> <laughs> All now right. that we're done sucking everyone's dick off. <laughs> yeah, this was a, a dick-sucking session. And you know what? I feel good. I feel like, even though I know you're no toxic for me. my dick, but it's okay. I jerked off before we started, <laughs> so don't worry about it. Even though I know you're toxic for me, Nate, you just you give such good dome that I'm just gonna stick around. Every as long as you suck me off one time right before I'm about to dump you, you'll yeah. have my heart. <laughs> All right, we love you guys, uh, Nate. You're welcome on any time you're bored and want to shoot some shit or you have something you want to talk about. Hit me up and uh, yeah, Jesse, you want to tell shit. them where you're at? You know, we yeah, say it every same shit, y'all. Everybody knows holler at your boy Jester nine five four everywhere. Uh, been having fun. Uh, meeting listeners and talking to people on uh, PlayStation. And, yeah, man, this is what we're here for. Take care of yourselves, guys. We love you. We love you. And we'll... Love. (laughs) Love.